<laughs> it's a very like Buffy nights, like sun- Sunnydale summers. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <I don't bet>. <laughs> <laughs> um. <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's wrap. Let's 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 get into it. Here's a th- thought I have mm. that is not really related to any deep Buffy thoughts, but swimmers are not embarrassed to be in their speedos. No. No, but, but a, a new a new swimmer is. But he made the team. Yeah. So he's better than Jonathan, so he has some swim skill. Okay, but he's tall, he has broad shoulders. Oh, I see like what you're saying. He's a naturally good swimmer. Yes, and also by those same things, he's naturally good looking in a speedo. Doesn't but matter, you're still wearing your underwear. It. He's basically. not used to it. He he's like, okay, yes, he might be a naturally good swimmer, but is that bar a little bit lower considering people that people are dead? I think it's I think possible, so. uh, but I do think only superhuman fish people yeah. are dead, though. Oh, that's true. So human, and they're not dead. They're, they're well, still dead. around. They're not dead, oh, but they are not able to compete. That is true. I was a swimmer in high school. Okay. Oh. Were you ever embarrassed of your speedo? Yes. Okay. Oh, you were. Yeah. I mean the the only time that you're not really embarrassed in the speedo, like early on, is when it's just swim practice and you're just sure. around the other the other guys. Because everyone's yeah. wearing it, everyone's reduced to the same basically naked level, right? Yeah. But there, oh. like, there are other people at that. I mean, I Cordelia do think it's is weird there, like, for people yeah. to go to practice. Yes, that is that, weird. That is real weird. I think. Yeah, I don't think even. I don't think any of our sports I, for football you could get away with watching <clears throat> practice because they they wouldn't like kick you off the bleachers, mm-hmm. so you could just hang out on the bleachers after school. But for pretty much every other sport, it's weird to just go to practice with a pennant and popcorn. Yeah, and I feel like the men's, men's swimming specifically, there's like that uber creep factor of like someone just observing. Yeah. Young boys. Well, young boys. Mostly naked. Clothed. Yes. And always, and I, I did not do high school swimming. I was a basketball player. But I did like, uh, I did swim team from when I was 10 until uh, I was too old to be allowed to do it anymore. Okay. (laughs) Last year. Until I was 18. Um, And one of the things I always thought was weird is the amount of cheering that happens for swimmers. Because you really can only hear it, like, on your flip turn. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you can hear the general chaos. Like, there's a different sound. But someone saying, go Ryan, doesn't sound any different than go Patrick. No, no, you're you're just going to hear, like, like that. Sometimes people bark a word at you. Isn't that kind of true of all sports, though? Like, Like you get tunnel vision. I could hear you chanting my name in basketball. Mogi. 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 Wait, you could hear him chant? Yeah. (laughs) You could hear Patrick. We didn't even know he was in his bedroom. (laughs) My parents thought I was possessed or something. (laughs) It was really really hard for my family. You were really surprised when we met. And you're like, (laughs) holy shit. (laughs) Wait, you did, and then in unison, swim team? Welcome to another episode of Hellmouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Mogi. And today we have a very special guest. Um, he is an improv legend. Oh, okay. One of my favorite people. <laughs> and host of the brand new podcast, My Name is Weezer. Welcome, Patrick Ellers. Thank you. I feel welcome. Oh, I'm being cheered. Yay! Did you hear it? Did you hear it? I heard it, but I couldn't make out my name. <laughs> It was I buried in there. Was I couldn't hear saying it. Saying your name very clearly. <laughs> Could not hear. It. Also, don't you think cheering is really more for the people cheering than the people they're cheering for? 
I think it it serves two purposes. Okay. I think it like creates you know the solidarity, like mm-hmm. we're all here together. But then also, I think it mm, I think it does have an effect on the people participating in whatever sport it is. I think it's more of a fringe benefit than it is like a direct like right. Yeah. You're not directly powering them up. No, but right. they're just like, hey, this is great that we're doing well and also experiencing validation from these people. That's true. And like thinking of it in a non-sports sense, like I know laughter or applause. Mm -hmm. I know those things affect me positively when I'm on stage. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Okay. All right. I think, but I think that's true. It's the cheering after the thing has happened that is more powerful than the like, when someone says like, put a body on them, which is a thing people would say. Whoa, what? Hold like up. like what to body? block someone to or guard to like someone? Bo- put a box box oh, someone out okay. in basketball. I um, didn't understand. I was not a big sorry person. I didn't know. <laughs> but like there are things that people say that sound like directives, but when it's the crowd, you don't hear them. Your coach, you might hear. Oh, interesting. But you don't. It doesn't really mean anything. It's meaningless. I also I have a lot of opinions about cheering, guys. But no, well, I, I'd, like, I'd like to hear Please, them all. By all means, here's one of my biggest want biggest cheering. Is this a pet peeve or is this... It's sort of a pet peeve okay. or it's just like a phenomenon I've observed that I, that does bother me. Um, but I feel like pet peeve almost like belittles the strength at which it bothers me. It's like really... So this is like deep. a deep So this enrages conviction. you. Yes. And this is not something I experienced as a player um, or as an athlete, which I was until I got too old and they kicked me out. Mm-hmm. Um, is And I witnessed this at my cousin's volleyball game. So maybe it's a volleyball thing. Cheering when the other team makes a mistake. Oh, oh no, that I'm is not, that's that like is super common to every single sport. But it's—I yeah. think it's gross. In basketball, it's different because you're always uh, like engaged, mm-hmm. so it's very rare. Like, I guess if someone dribbled off their foot, but you really wouldn't cheer if someone dribbled off their foot. No. You might be like, "Come on, guys, let's get, let's go." Wait, so are they like? They're like yay cheering. Yeah, when, like we yeah. did it when the other person hit it out of bounds. It's like, no, you did it. That, that person fucked up. That happens in baseball wow. all mm. the damn time. Um, yeah. And it's one of the reasons that I dislike that sport so much is that like 90% of it is waiting for the other team to fuck up. Yeah. Thumbs down. Yeah. Thumbs that's down. A, yeah. It's not fun. I'm know. trying to imagine how that would have, the only sport I did was pole vault. I was very <laughs> bad at pole vault. But I'm I just imagining. Like, uh, really fast. Like so many images of people screwing up pole vault yeah. in inventive ways. Well, and it's like, it's, it's <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> it's even more fucked up because it's like. There's only one person ever going at a time. Right. So you're just all watching. And if someone were to, like, get hurt, because yeah. you can get really fucking course, hurt. Yeah. yeah. And then for, like, someone the, cheering, the people to cheer, that would be so bad. It is. But it is always so bad because well, an unforced error, I guess that's, it's the unforced error. Like, it, sure. It's not. Just you, someone fucks up. Someone screws up. And we all do. Like, we're humans. Here's, um, here's what I like even less than that. Mob mentality shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, mob mentality? Yeah, that's what it is, kind of. It I is, like. kind of. There's the... This is very similar, but maybe the exact opposite, is <laughs> booing when uh, the team that you do support fucks up. Like, yeah. booing them. I feel like that's oh. that's the worst. Yep. Because it's like, that person already feels bad about not yeah. giving you yep. what you want. Why are you booing them? I, I Maybe never... Maybe no boos. Maybe we should all just sit in silence. <laughs> Wait, but we already agreed that it really helps when you cheer when someone did something good. I don't. We're never going to figure this out. <laughs> All right. I think Let's, it's going to be one of those like lesser of two evil situations, and you just have to pick. Yeah. Um, I I have no I have no solution. I'm no sports expert, nor am I a cheering expert. So I have no idea. 
Um, so our episodes this week. <laughs> it's not totally a tangent. Here, I was right? trying to think of what uh, the guy from the 50s name was to try to make uh, a segue. Is it like James? He ha- James, I think. And he has a Letterman's jacket, so he might have opinions about cheering. That was as far as also I got he, um, in the in the newspaper clipping. It's school high school jock kills, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like him in a Letterman jacket. Yeah. I'm like that's, I get it. That's how you had to refer to people in the fifties, yeah. either jocks or nerds. Yeah, right. You had to know <laughs> like, which they were. Greasers. Good girls or floozies. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, teachers who wouldn't have sex with you, and teachers who would. God, okay. This episode caused a lot of upset for. I was enraged most of the time. Because of the student-teacher relationship? Because of that and because of the, like, we should just forgive him for killing that I don't think that's what it was. I think it was. Both sides of this are terrible. Because the one side of, (laughs) like, we should just forgive her for, or forgive him for killing this woman, stupid. Yeah. But the other side where Buffy's like, I want him to go to jail and be raped. Both oh, of these episodes yeah. there's some weird advocate rape, rape stuff. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of weird rape stuff in this. Totally. Both both yeah. of these, yes. episodes, both of these yes. episodes. And both are involving Buffy, either as the one who wishes it would happen to someone else. Well, and she watches it happen in the next one. Yeah. We can talk more about that. Wait, when she we get watches- the coach one hundred percent is you fucked think he's to fucked? death. fucked? Yes. One hundred percent she is gang fucked to death by oh, three. Oh, I thought they just And boys. she says I guess they, they really, really love their, their coach. coach. Oh, I thought it was just like was they full. wanted to eat him. No, they already oh, they had their dinner. Oh my god! Okay, we got to get that's like yeah. so far. We just wow. it's such a big light <laughs> though <Wow>. that like <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, I don't know how we're gonna talk about anything else. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucked to death Fuck. by three fishmen boys. They, I mean, but talk about reaping what you sow. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean that that guy. There's a really classic fine Frankenstein's line. monster <laughs> situation. <laughs> classic. Oh. Um, okay, well, let's we, try. we should start. We <laughs> okay, should let's start try to with talk I Only about, Advise for You. Right, and which, which opens at the bronze, which I didn't remember. I thought it opened with one of the reenactments. Do, I had does it open at, so it sure looks and feels like the bronze. <laughs> yes. But then they're at school, like, immediately? She goes to school, because all she does now is sack, which is their sleep uh, words. So she sacks and hunts. So she's been at the bronze. She made an appearance. A cute boy hits on her and she totally shuts him down. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I'm going to go see Giles and find out what I need to hunt tonight. And that's why she's at the library. That okay. I, I don't know how I missed just like that little it's like sequence when of events, she's but... when she's like. When she talks to Willow. She's like, I can't talk to you, boy, while I'm in my <laughs> and he was gold, jet, like he gold leather pants. The right Those guy pants, for her. He was so I wrote, nice. It's yeah, actually he was nice. one of my first notes is just gold pants. <laughs> I wrote gold pants Buffy. That's my first note. Guys, my first note is poor Buffy. <laughs> I was in a different headspace. Guys, Wait. I cried at this episode. Wait, I don't hold know. up. I'm what? Like, we'll get what? there. It's okay. not, it wasn't in the first Whoa. scene. I didn't cry when she okay. said no to the boy. Okay. That was not the moment. Um, she, you cried when she said no. <laughs> He offers her so many outs, by the way. That He's he, scared. I, She's so cute. I mean, okay, you He's either, but this is the thing. You just tell someone what you want. Yes. Right? And just be clear. And like, if they want it, great. If not, then great. But like, let someone know what you're offering. Cause yeah. then that way they can, in an informed way, say yes or no. But yeah. now, what? What is Buffy supposed to do? No, it's true. It reminds me of like when you take sketch writing classes and they're like, don't front porch your sketch. Like you don't say like, this is really horrible. I just finished this or I'm not sure if this works. Like you just make totally. your and see what happens. Listen, if you don't love 
like RuPaul says, mm-hmm. if you can't love yourself, how <laughs> yeah. the hell are you supposed to love somebody else? Or is can it, I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Is that it? Or is how is someone else supposed to love you? I think that's inferred. Okay. <laughs> if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you supposed to love anyone else is what it is. Is okay. what it is. And then can I get an amen? And then everyone says amen. Amen. I think. Great. <laughs> Trevor gave us a silent amen. Oh, I, I saw like the flash of skin. Trevor is covered <laughs> in cloth from head to toe except the palms of his hands. The palms of his hands. Right. When they are revealed, what a right. sight. It's called a ceremonial sheet. <laughs> Oh, there were a lot of um, appearances by actors who later get like big roles. Mm-hmm. Um, the janitor is. See, oh, I and the woman. I love the the actor who plays the janitor, John Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, for he's a second, I didn't recognize Deadwood. him. Yep. Yes, and he's on Saul. like the worst part of Lost. Oh, I never watched Lost, but he's good. He's good in everything. He was in my, so in good opinion. in this yeah, episode. He, he was, was awesome. so good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was great. No, I wrote that was my third note was John Ox. Yeah, and then is <laughs> the is the woman um the 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 uh the teacher that plays it with him or No, before, the girl at the beginning. Okay. Is she in the Americans now? I think she is. I think she's one of the main people not Oh, the one who does the janitor, the one who dies. No. Oh, the lo- the, the young girl. girl. Yeah. In I the very first mm-hmm. we're still cold open. Very first. <laughs> and and janitor is only observing and, at this point, right? right? He's like, "Uh-oh." But he's just yeah. watching. There's a girl there. I right. think she's in the Americans okay. now. She she plays the non Felicity one. <laughs> oh, the one he's also ha- in lo- like that he's yeah, married the yeah uh, the, the yeah that one. Oh, spoilers, guys. <laughs> this is not an Americans <laughs> podcast. I think we're okay. <laughs> Wait, the Americans? The Americans. This is not a the Americans podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, um, I did think it was we. There were a couple references made in this episode that felt not organic. Like, like when what? she said you just no. went OJ on your girlfriend did oh. not feel organic. Well, okay, I think it's because we are now living in this world where OJ is all of a sudden super relevant again. No, when when that happened, I OJ's. jumped up from my couch and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that was a little, it did seem like maybe they were like, we should, but was it relevant at that point? I not feel like it really. was past the point. Because it had been like five yeah, years. Yeah. Five or yeah. six years. Like, chill out, Here's, guys. Wow, embarrassing. Here's the thing. And... <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe this is uh, not a popular statement, but I think a lot of the dialogue on the show is unnatural. Sure. And I think that's part of the style of it, It, it right? certainly is. it's so quippy. Nobody fucking talks like no that. No one. No one at all. Some um, people try. Oh, oh, I know. And it's look, super embarrassing. Look, watching the show. So I, I had never watched Buffy before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched the in- uh, up until this point in the second season. Um for the purposes of discussing these two episodes with you. Because you're a champ. Because I'm a goddamn champ. Awesome. Um, but watching this, I feel like I understand a lot of people that I went to high school with mm-hmm. a lot better now. I recognize things they said mm, in high school. Yeah. Like, I they, this is certainly uh, a speaking pattern that people aspire to or yeah. did yes. back in 1998. Absolutely. If you watch too many episodes, it starts to happen to you. Does it really? So I'm yeah. I'm worried about you, Patrick. Well, you and also, like... But yeah, there were a lot of people that really tried to do this, really but just tried. weren't TV writers. So or a room full of TV yeah, writers. That, yeah, weren't in and of themselves a room full of TV writers. Did you ever want to know about this? Did you ever want to know about that? Well, now you can know about this and that with this on that. I'm Chad Foglin. And I'm Mike Solari. And we're going to bring along a lot of funny people for you to enjoy. Celebrity guests. Musicians. Uh, people who are just weirdos. The guy outside. Our friends. And that's it. 
and they talk about whatever topic they want to talk about, and we join in. So listen to an episode. It's free on iTunes. It's on the Nerdist School Network. Um, what else do I have here? Can oh. we? I have a, a another thing about a, a, unnatural dialogue that I think is actually too really to the show's credit. Mm-hmm. So we don't get a. Um, Every generation there's a slayer or a previously on Buffy Mm -hmm. in this for like the first time in like three or four episodes. Like it's been a little while. Yeah. Are they just like, you get it? No. uh, Buffy tells Willow everything that's happened (laughs) to her. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, okay, here's a little diegetic recap for you. (laughs) Well, it's. Willow a lot of times plays the role of like exposition girl. Mm-hmm. That's see, that's a thing from Buffy, like yeah. blank girl. Uh, sure. mm-hmm. But that's what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, where she'll either be like, like there'll be some character that for some reason we're supposed to have believed has been there the whole time. Yeah, and we're just like, oh, who's that? And she, and Willow's like, oh, that guy. Like when she was like Owen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Owen. Oh, he's the guy that likes to read all the time. He's so smart. All the girls like him. <laughs> I was like, wait, why is Buffy? Like everyone knows who he is. So why is Willow like? Because she's telling us his yeah, life history. Dump an exposition. That's but all. so she's either the receipt of yeah, of it, or is giving all the exposition. Uh, but she's really she's a good listener. But she's also a great teacher. Okay, and these lot of questions about the teacher thing. <laughs> okay, no certification. Is she being paid? Unknown. Probably not. Probably not. I this think that's why labor. the school board is really doesn't want to replace her because she's free. Also, yeah, she's free and. Why even open up this can of worms? Because this is going to be it's a so whole, dumb. like, you know, it's like, they're like, okay, why replace her? Because then there's going to be questions. Who was teaching before? A student? A student that wasn't getting paid? Like, they don't want to yeah. deal with that. Just let it exist in its I, vacuum. It's they're- just so, I understand there are ghosts in this episode, but mm-hmm. Willow teaching this class is totally improbable. Like, Yeah, it's the most ridiculous thing. It's the most ridiculous thing in the episode. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm reading the my notes just to double check I'm not crazy. Well, I was I was watching the beginning yes. of Go Fish. Yeah. <clears throat> and the scene where uh Snyder comes up and like is proposing like, "Hey, why don't you let uh whatever Wentworth Miller, yeah. why do you let him uh pass your class?" Yeah. So not only is she the funny thing about why I brought that up is she's like, oh, I like teaching. Yeah. But then, like, she's now embroiled in, like, the backdoor school politics of everything. Like, yeah. yeah. Why is she determining grades? Why doesn't Snyder just assign grades himself? Who can't? You can't she's, have a student assign grades. I, well, I mean, she's doing everything, right? So she's, like, doing the backdoor dealing. Yeah. She's assigning grades. She's given four people detention. <laughs> yeah. No, she's... I think she's she she's gone rogue. Like here's this is the thing, too she's, much. That is, is true about her character because she does oh. seem very sweet. That's true. But she likes a little power. She she does. Well, she likes she to does. wield that power. It, Good point, so, Ryan. My my girlfriend walked in while I was watching these episodes, and I've been watching them in secret from her. I don't want her to know. <laughs> um, so and, did you like went like no 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 god? Yeah. I was just watching pornography. <laughs> um. Uh, and her her question was: Is, is Allison Hannigan a, a teacher on this show? That's a great question. And I was like, No, she just is teaching this <laughs> class. I mean, Rose by any other name. Yeah, she's okay, a teacher. <laughs> um, I do like though because we talked about Jenny and Jenny, Jenny Calendar's death scene that Angel set the monitor on fire as a way to destroy the computer. <laughs> yep. But yep. in this one, they do make a reference to lessons plans that were on Jenny Calendar's computer. So at least the show knows. That burning that a, monitor a monitor doesn't destroy. Right. The I mean, that tower's fine. Yeah, tower's which fine. I was worried the last time. Yeah. We saw this. But like, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, they know, and <laughs> and that's where she keeps just, all her techno. Just Angel game. doesn't. Right. Well, yeah. Which Angel. Makes sense. He didn't grow up with computers. Yeah. That's right. I mean, the, yeah. No, he's he's busy. I still don't understand how the monitor caught fire. 
But that's another. Listen, that's another. Listen there Hobo are, warming his there hands are over tubes it. in that thing. Uh-huh. And they break. <laughs> and he's a vampire. Oh, right. He's a vampire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect storm. <laughs> Perfect storm. Um, also, I know we're not talking about that episode, but yeah. I didn't track that Angel killed her when he killed her. <gasps> oh, interesting. Because so you were surprised. This, the, he does this like Freddie Mercury yes. move. Yeah. And then she falls down. Yeah. And right. I was like, what did he just do? Oh, you didn't see that her head was in between the hands during the Freddie Mercury. <laughs> no, what? I did it not. was like a. I, I heard, I heard the crack, but sound effects on the show They're would lead me to yeah. believe that every time Buffy punches anyone, she's slamming two yeah. like blocks of concrete <laughs> against each or it's other. Or just a person being like, Psh. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so like the next snap is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> so how so it took you till Giles found her body? Yeah. And, and then I know we're going back. And then in time. Were you, wait, were you like experiencing it as Giles was oh like, gosh, oh, she's no. sleeping? Do you okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> That was a hard episode for you. <laughs> Have you Because we do talk about shipping on this. Yeah. We do talk about show. shipping. Did you feel for Giles? Do you have where no, are you? In, I don't, I don't, are you I don't emotionally like distanced from all these? You don't characters? like who Giles. Do you Interesting. Who who do you connect with? Anyone? Oh, I don't How know that. Uh, I I may just connect with Buffy. Okay, but I I don't know that I I, I don't like Giles. Seems uh, I I don't know. I just don't connect to him. Okay, like, I I don't want to say that he's like cartoony, but he's a little bit cartoony. Mm. You know, like he's the guy that has the collection of books. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) He is, if they were all like cartoon animals, he would be a worm with giant glasses. Or an owl. Sure. Either way. (laughs) Be a little owl. I think, yeah. I mean, but that's, I feel like that's part of the show, like being so campy and like. Oh, yeah. And I'll I'll, I'll concede any criticism I have about the show um, can easily be met with uh, the show is campy. And I'll concede that that's a totally valid point. It just I feel like it doesn't work on me sure. as well as it works on other people. Mm. Um, and I don't know why that is because I like a lot of like campy genre, genre based like mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reason, this one just doesn't hit me quite mm. yeah. the way it does so many other people. Interesting. And I don't really have I'm, an explanation. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm curious like how you would, if the later seasons would be different for you than than it is now, well, because you have to because you have come to come back once a season, once and a season. W- and of Hellmouthy and watch oh, have, all I of the not, episodes. I have not been briefed on this. Plot. Yeah, no, you uh, you're on mic, and um, this is how we <laughs> that is things. law. <laughs> Shit. Okay. okay. Yeah, as the oh. engineer, I can tell you this is a verbal contest. You guys witnessed right. it. Yeah. Um, okay, I will clear okay. my calendar. <laughs> I um I actually was thinking a lot about. I was wondering how you would deal with things because uh-huh. I am a very much a vengeance person, right. as we've discussed. Um, I value yeah. she is rules. I am vengeance, and for me, that I think is why I could not deal with this episode in the way that it wanted me to. Yeah, like all of the like romanticized shit with the fifties couple. Like, mm-hmm. there's a point where Buffy's like looking through the window, and I know she's projecting like her own yeah. feelings about Angel onto the situation she's seeing. But when she sees the two ghosts like mm-hmm. dancing, and she's like, uh-huh. I'm like, bitch, you know that he fucking killed her. And then this whole time, everyone's like, Buffy, um, we should forgive him because he, I mean, he made a mistake. And I'm like, wait, 
What? Have you never heard the thing of like forgiveness is a gift you give yourself? Have you heard that before? Okay. If someone <laughs> if someone fucking killed me, uh Kelly's eyes are about to pop out no. red. If if somebody fucking killed me, I don't need okay. to forgive them. Okay, but Buffy wasn't well, killed by him. No, 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 no. Capable of Right. But I mean, my ghost would be haunting forever. I would not have any desire to move on but to another place. But he then killed himself. He already paid the literally the ultimate price oh, for Oh, but still. But that's just, I don't think it balances it out. Like I think I don't well, think he should have been killed for it. But I just I don't like that it was so like their relationship was romanticized and it was seen as like this tragic love story when to me it just smacked of like Okay, here's what's tragic to me. I felt like this was kind of a gun control story. What's tragic to me oh, is that the um that a young person a person who is young and passionate and doesn't really have mm-hmm. their brain isn't fo- finished forming mm-hmm. is able to make such a rash and, and decision and choice in a moment of passion that destroys his life and destroys the life of the person that he loves. But for So that's that's not the same as he we didn't have a scene of him like pulling out the gun, counting his bullets, writing down his kill list. This wasn't a cold-blooded murder. This was a person. His, if a he his kill list? Yeah. So, okay, you're saying that this isn't like, uh, like, I don't feel like it's first-degree murder. I feel like it's manslaughter. And if he didn't have a gun, she wouldn't be dead. No, it's murder. Murder. He murders her. I mean, okay. I mean, I think. Okay, yes, we could maybe do I a think crime that, of passion thing, yeah, but it's like. A, and it's not, uh, I don't know, it's not OJ. I just, it's what not I, five years of domestic violence followed by a murder. What I didn't, what I did not like about this was that in effect, these, these Scoobies are asked to rewrite, do engage in revisionist history for the <laughs> sake of this fucking ghost so that he can feel better about himself and move on to another. It's like, well, this, this fucking killer is just going to keep terrorizing us unless we give in to his demands and it just made me feel like it's like oh well let's just let him think that I don't it's... feel like he had demands he had demands of let me well he has he has be like forgiven. A- implicit demands if not yeah because he he's not saying uh, you know like I think Giles maybe makes the yeah. point that like the ghost doesn't know what it wants doesn't right. know what it wants um so like I mean and th- that's there's an interesting parallel there for like, you know, people in shitty situations or like domestic abuse uh, situations where it's like you don't. There's no way to like treat the person that's being terrible, right? Like, mm-hmm. and when I say treat, I mean like in a uh, curative sense. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that you can do that's going to make the person better. So, like, what are your options? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, I guess forgiveness could be. Could be an option, but I, I I don't know. It's it just like I'm just like why is the onus on us to forgive him when the onus should be do on him to have not done to it have in the not first place. fucking killed her like that was I mean I just I I'm know, usually, I think the way it functions within the show is it gives Buffy a way to get past the hurt she feels over the man she loves turning into a monster. Right. So well, I, that's uh, what the actual show is. That's what the show is doing, and it I think it works very effectively for that. And yes, that's a different situation than a teacher and a student falling in love and then the student murdering the teacher and himself. But it allows her to forgive herself and and to start to heal from a very tragic thing that otherwise, before that episode, she was shut down. After that episode, she's going on dates with swimmers. 
I think so. Like she does heal from this experience. I okay. I I think that she yes, like should forgive herself. But I think, and I and I understand what the show is trying to do, right? Like have this thing be a parallel for what she's going through with Angel. I think that trying to make those two be parallel is unfair to the woman who was killed. To the even though yes. even though in the show the woman who was killed wanted him to stop being tormented. Did she? Was that, that yes, her ghost? That was her ghost. Wait, who else wait. was that? Oh, I thought that was just him creating like this. No, world. because the, the, then there oh. are two ghosts, and then they both go to well, heaven. Well, she's just the going evict- to heaven. Part I was okay. not saying too. But oh, wouldn't that have been great if well, like they both passed on and she goes to heaven and he gets there back down to hell? <laughs> wait, but I think do we, she, do I we think know she's, is that is that like imagery on the show associated with like spirits going to heaven or because all, all we defined. see all we see is that like. They leave. They move the on. Area. Yeah. yeah, and they it's, go, may, maybe they cease to exist. Yes. Who knows? I, I felt like what was happening is he was a poltergeist, and she was trying to heal him. The oh, dead geez. teacher Ooh. was trying to heal him, partially maybe in penance for her own behavior, because she's had a lot of time to think about that fuck, she shouldn't have been fucking. She shouldn't have been fucking a student. Yeah. Right. See, that was another thing I had trouble with, which was like, there's so, so much there's rape so in these episodes. Yeah, so much because I'm like, okay, so there's that inherent. And maybe like, they, honestly, we don't actually know they had sex. No, just, they I would have, have just danced in the band room. They definitely had sex. Which I they think loved each would other. have been the same as sex in the 50s, yeah. right? I think that's, that's how babies were made in the 50s. That's how babies were made in the 50s, is slow dancing in the music room. Yeah. So, Kelly, would it have been different if the if it wasn't the additional thing of the student teacher thing, if it had been two students and still still the boy, but then his it was like his girlfriend that he had killed? How different do you think that would have been? I think um, it would have taken care of like one problem, which like, so for me, the problems are separate, right? Like there's one where it's like the power dynamic between like a teacher and student. And that's like, like, ew, why are we kind of romanticizing this? Only because she's so pretty and older. <laughs> and I think that's why, like, cause they're like, oh, she's older. And like, it, it's that thing that we tend to do, which is like discredit, like male victims of, um, of yeah. like, um, statutory rape. So that's like the one issue there, which I'm like, ugh. And everyone's like, oh, like, like Buffy shouldn't be happy to see them through the band window. She should be like, oh, dear God, uh, there's like a, a person being taken advantage of. Okay, but, but that, she, the whole time she's projecting her own romance on them. Right, so right. like, what's she seeing as a romantic thing. moment and thinking about her own romance? She's, she's not, blinded by her yeah. guilt with Angel. That would have been, I think, t- if they were both students, the violence against the woman would, I think, still be a problem for me because it's like. Oh, I think then it's worse. Like in in this scenario, at least they're, they're trying to weigh it out. They're both making terrible mistakes. Yeah. His is just a million times worse than hers. So they're equating her. That's interesting. They're like equating her like sexual misconduct with like his murder of her, which I think is fucked which up. I think is one hundred percent justified. And justified. That is right. <laughs> I I just think that this show sometimes does not age well when it comes to things like this that we've now become oh, more culturally. But aware. I don't know that that's I don't know that I the idea of of teacher students relationships on television that has not changed. No, that's worse now. It's, it's worse. more romantic. So I don't know that that's really true. That it has to do with how it aged. I don't think you would like this episode if it came out. Is, today. Wait, is, no, I wouldn't. So is is it worse now? Like, what um, are there? Examples of student-teacher relationships from, like, modern shows that you can think of that mm-hmm. romanticize it? In, um, in Pretty Little way. Liars, that's one of their, like, that's their main romantic relationship on the show that's lasted the entire run Ew. of the show yeah. is a teacher. And it's a teacher, and yeah, they sleep together before he knows she's a student, but then they have a student-teacher Oh, romance. so it's and totally it's like, her fault then, right? Yeah. Because she, like, <laughs> she lied him. about her age. 
What a slut. I also, here's the other thing, and this is... Women are guys, always lying yeah, about lying. their age. Ugh. Tricking the, people. Those in. poor male teachers. What oh. are they supposed to do? <laughs> okay, and you guys are probably going to not agree with me Uh-oh. on this, but Here I had go. this thought before I came in here, and yeah. I saw how passionately you guys feel. Yes. But I also feel like the speech that they do, because they do the, like... Uh, we we can't be together. The world wouldn't understand us. Oh, during speech, their like, which makes perfect sense for Angel and Buffy. Like he's been right. saying that stuff to her since yeah. they met. It doesn't really make sense for a senior in high school and her teacher because all you'd have to do is graduate from high school, move to another town, and be together. Because she doesn't understand you. Who cares? Yeah, he's not sure. twelve. They're he's one year away from them, and they just go to another town. You just move away from Sunnydale. You could have a. You, you know, my, my high school theater teacher did that. Yeah. Um, you just, just wait. wait. Just yeah, wait. Yeah, she just, she just waited. I mean, I'm sorry. It's kind of gross. No, it was but, way gross. But I, but I, because <laughs> they were definitely fucking. <laughs> yeah. Well of course you were. Of course they were. <laughs> yeah. That happened in my mom's high school too. Not with my mom. My dad and my mom did know each other. I swear. He wasn't, he wasn't her teacher. It didn't happen that way. No one's <laughs> even doubting you for a second. Right? Like, you are denying this so hard. Um, it is like. I think it was. I think it doesn't. It, make, it doesn't track for me in the fifties because I really feel like they could. He because he was senior. Wait six months. Move yeah. to a new town. Be together. They're, yeah, I think. Okay. Well, so, we don't get. We don't like understand her perspective of it really, right? No. Like all she she's just like, no, we can't do this, or I don't love you, or whatever. And she forgives him. We see that. Also, what's end. interesting too is that like, um, she almost like despite the like inherent difference in power that they have when he's interacting with her she's like oh oh my god like she like goes down in her power yeah, like it's does. weird so i felt like their like his maleness was competing with his like studentness and it was like Ooh. what's going to come out on top and then he killed her so i mean i guess we knew what come out on top but <laughs> um what his what student guys- of gunplay <laughs> What do you guys make of the uh, like gender inversion at the end when Buffy goes in to like reenact the thing and she takes on the male student role? Um, I thought, well, okay, like I understood why they did it, right? Because she like needs to forgive herself, and also he's like that male student. It's also a great psych out because yeah. like, you don't expect because everything that we've seen follows like the the gender lines. Yeah, I think that we. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to do this without being spoilery okay i think it's operating on the assumption that we were more okay seeing buffy enact out like this violent act against angel than we would be seeing angel be violent towards buffy and buffy be on um unable to fight back and i think that's because we want to avoid hating seeing angel be act human and harmful to buffy for reasons i won't talk about i, don't, I think that I think that's valid, but I also think... Uh, but also wrong. No, 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 I just had a different take. I think that it, it is a gender inversion of what we've seen in the episode, but I think especially because the way David Boreanaz plays that part of Angelus under spell is Angel. Right. He talks like yeah. Angel. He sounds like Angel. Like, he doesn't sound like Angelus anymore. So I felt like it actually is fairly accurate to their real power dynamic that they had oh, before totally. he became Angelus. She is much... She is the alpha of that relationship mm-hmm. whether you know yeah there's traditional gender roles yeah. we could assign that but like i think no that, i think she's that I, I mean she probably would never have called him bitch <laughs> but i like that we cut back <laughs> to, to her yeah. just to say bitch. bitch yeah also 
I, I can't help but think that this is also these episodes. These two episodes are united by a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's the rape as punishment. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, Principal Snyder. Oh, yes. um, Principal Snyder, like perpetuating really bad shit in the service of keeping things so the same. Evil. He's so <laughs> he's evil. So evil. So evil. And uh, he's like a passive type of evil, yeah. where he's just like yeah. everything has to stay the same. He's the kind of evil that we encounter evil. in real life. Yeah, like he's the kind yeah. of yeah, and perhaps the most formidable because of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, we, but I was also thinking just that uh, I think there are aliens references in both of these that uh, the, punctuating that uh, don't run away, don't walk away from me, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, that the bitch uh, feels like the get away from her, you bitch. Oh, um, in aliens at the end of aliens. Oh, and, interesting. And also the end of uh, go fish mm-hmm. has that like where they're down in the sewer. And it's got that same like framed shot, like Newt in the water yes. when like the alien tail comes up and yeah. takes her away. I wonder if there were some like late nights watching aliens on VHS in the writers' room. Probably, right? That's I don't a- know what else you do late at night. I assume that all writers' rooms are essentially a slumber party. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when Ripley's like up there with Buffy in terms of like feminist action heroes, yeah, like, yeah. she's like Ripley probably is the character who supersedes Buffy in terms of yes. power yeah. in terms of like right. And and pr- certainly, like, is her uh, predecessor in terms of does Buffy exist? Right. Would Buffy have Ripley, existed yeah. in this iteration? I don't know. Uh, okay. And now that we've Ooh. kind of, t- I feel like we've tackled some of the heavier things this episode. Oh, let's oh, talk, yeah. talk to stuff. one of my favorite light things. Oh, do you have a good one? No, Flint? you you can. You <laughs> okay. Can. Um, and this is early in the episode. We've kind of gone to the end, so I'm going to go back. Um, <laughs> when <laughs> Buffy has her weird thing in the middle of class where she, like, Goes back to the fifties in her yes. mind, yes. which is a total ripoff of my so called life, which you still haven't, I watched, still haven't right? watched it. But when you do, you're going to be like, "That's ridiculous." But anyways, she goes back and she comes back and he's writing. Uh, oh, I had thoughts about that. Don't too. walk away. Don't from walk me, me bitch, bitch yeah. on the the chalkboard. the chalkboard. And then one goober <laughs> says, gets to be in front of the camera and is like, "Did you see what he wrote?" <laughs> it was so dumb. It's like. Are you worried? Who do you think missed it? Oh, like some extra gets to go. Did you see it? I yeah. also like that part too when he like when the teacher realizes what he wrote. Like I said out loud, I was like, "Ooh, how embarrassing!" Because <laughs> it's so embarrassing oh, for him to be like, "Oh dear God, I've written something horrible." It actually brought me back to high school. I was I had a uh, world issues class my senior year, and the teacher's name was Mr. Fenema. I'm going to put his ass on blast right now. Oh jeez, um, and I Fenema with the end. Anima. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anima Fenema. No one called him that. <laughs> they will now. So I, it's been so long, so I can't remember the exact context, but he was talking about whatever, a map or yeah. a current event or something, and the word cunt came out of his <gasps> mouth. He wasn't using it to refer to, like, it. just the word, apropos of nothing, came Does out of his threats? mouth. No. What happened? I don't he know. Misspoke, he just maybe? He just said... Cunt. Wait, was he in the middle of speaking? Yes, he okay. was in the middle of speaking. Can you like do? Can you do oh, it? Do it. Uh, okay, so he'd be Tell like, "Tell me about um, uh, the expansion about of." The- so then, yeah, so yeah. then, in the 1950s, cunt, like that, some, oh. some, something like that, and his he like did a little like double take, and, like swallowed, and just said, "Don't do this to me," <laughs> and then continued. <laughs> so he may have been possessed, just like Hold me up. cheering for Hold Ryan. Up. Yeah, yeah. Hold up. So when he said, "Don't do this to me." Was he talking to the demon that was Unclear. in him? Unclear. No, no, no. Or like, guys, please. Yeah, please I think don't, you might do, have been, yeah, don't, don't ruin my career. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't do this, do this to me. To me. <laughs> Whoa. 
You guys, I think he was possessed. Don't do this to me. Yeah. How are you guys not terrified? Uh, I, I, it's so much to process. <laughs> and, you know, as, as an actual 17-year-old, I didn't have like a funny little quip about it. I just no. had to like sit there and take it because yeah. what the fuck was happening? Yeah. Whoa. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. I think that was his plan. Like he's just like, you know what? I messed up. So I'm going to throw yeah. more crazy on it. So they're going to focus on what happened after as opposed to when I said cunt. Because it's so, like, you're more focused on the fact that, like, uh-huh. what was, what did he say? Don't what do this. What was he trying? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And That's he, he's smart. A, oh, he's <laughs> smart. He was, like, trying to, he, this was his hope that you would attribute it, you would tell people on a podcast and they would be like, well, he must have been possessed. That's right. <laughs> Not, um, he should have been fired. <laughs> but, Mr. Fenema, if you uh, would like to respond. Yeah. And, and let us know what's up. We're hellmouthy at gmail.com. Also, um, just forgive yourself. It's been. Oh, it's he's been, allowed to yeah. forgive himself. Just forgive yourself. Yeah, well, because saying "cunt" in front of a room of eighteen and nineteen-year-olds is a far less crime than a murder-suicide. <laughs> no, it's true. What if him and his demon go through this whole thing and they? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. Maybe that's what was happening. Maybe it was a ghost of a previous teacher who accidentally said "cunt" in class. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god can we Ugh. talk more about this first 50s uh flashback yeah of course. um so the uh the the first little like set of background actors uh-huh. in the 50s terrible <laughs> they're yeah. real bad. yeah they were not good um, they were ready to go to a sock hop they of were... course that's what happens in the 50s it was yeah also uh, it was like uh, they were trying to speak in the way they thought maybe 50s teenagers yeah. spoke like the cadence and yeah. all that, but it was just like it made me feel like they were just aliens pretending to be human. Like they yeah. were just like, "Are you going to sock hop?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I am going to the sock <laughs> I'll also say that one of the le- and maybe this will just reveal myself, but one of the least romantic figures to me of the 20th century is Ernest Hemingway. And so, oh, like the idea why, of like, especially we- for romantic love, mm-hmm. th- yes. that, that's what they're. He's a creepy yeah. alcoholic misogynist. Yeah. Like I understand why slash closeted homosexual slash closeted who killed homosexual. himself because he was too gay to. Oh, now you're gonna make me feel bad about it. <laughs> All right, poor Hemingway. Why? But- <laughs> why do they dance around uh, the title of Farewell to Arms? I don't, I don't know. know. Do you think maybe they were like people won't get it? I yeah, I don't know. I- I didn't understand because it's not like there's no IP problem there. There shouldn't be. No, you can say the name of things. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get that. Yeah, I feel like it should have been some sexy poetry or something. Yeah, like should have been something that like gave him like who's that French erotica writer? (laughs) An an ace? How do you say that? Oh yeah, I'm not gonna try. Okay. A nine in. I mean, that would be really gross if she did that, though. I mean, that would bring a whole level of, like, predator. Okay, that, but maybe she that's is why. a predator. She is, but they're trying to paint her as something else, as romantic, because she's so pretty. I think that's why. Oh, God, you guys, I don't know. But if she one. wasn't pretty, how would she land that hot 17-year-old jock? Oh, my God. That's a great point. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You have to be a, a, a pretty predator. Otherwise, get out. <laughs> get out. Pretty predator. Are um, you less of a predator if you're unsuccessful because you're not pretty enough? Or are you still as much of a creep as a successful predator? I think for predatorness, we I like to look at intention, right? Because like right. we shouldn't again, we shouldn't blame the victim of the predator. So you can't credit the victim of the predator with the predator's predatorness. Like 
Uh, we can't credit the victim and the murder with the predator's penis. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think it has to be like, in your mind, are you wanting to be a predator? Mm-hmm. Then that's where, yes or no. Okay. And the, and the I more unattractive you are, the more you have to want it. Yeah, you because have to you want have to, it more. You have, to, you have to get beyond the barrier of your unattractiveness <laughs> to get what you want. So I think you, you have to push yourself more, and the, the less attractive you are, the more predator you become. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's a sad life. I mean, <laughs> I guess I'm just glad there's no predator scale that we have to put everyone on. You know, like a scale of like one to ten. Oh, I thought you meant like a thing that like weighs them. Ooh, <laughs> and then you like step on it, and then it's like it'll like. You're right. If we had to line all line up every day in the morning in line of predator, like in our neighborhoods or at work, yeah, that would be tough. But our world would be a safer place. No, it wouldn't. Because all the predators would be hanging out together, sharing secrets. Well, then they can just predatorize each other. Oh my god! No, they would get them all in one place, and then we could like shoot up some fences, and then they would be stuck in there. Well, here's what I would also do if we didn't shoot up fences: (laughs) is the predators would get to see easily who the least predatory people were. Because they already have a sixth sense about it. Wait, what do you mean? Like, they get to see They would be at one end of the line. They would know who's at the other end of the line. Now, wait a minute, though. Are those, like... Are those separate, or is that is that one scale, or is there like a predator scale and like a victim scale? Oh, who's the victimiest victim? Yeah, because I think there can be uh, victimy victims that are also predatory predators. And there's also predators who are victims. That's, that's often yeah, how that's predators become predators. Oh, absolutely. I mean, wow. Okay, open heavy, open that box, and who knows what goes on? Okay, how about how Angel gets shot? He has very little blood on his hand, mm-hmm. which I guess because his heart's not bleeding. But then there's no hole in his shirt. So where did the blood come from? Is it like the gun? Uh, These are questions I had. Oh, maybe it was just like a paintball. Okay. Yeah, there <laughs> but, you go. Guns that, in the 50s were different. But that lady did die. She died. Yes. Although, did she die from a gunshot wound oh, or falling fall. on her or neck? Or from a broken heart. Oh, jeez Louise. <laughs> I think she and the janitor, she and George would have been cute together. God, he was so good. He was so good. It, I wrote, like, this is why they, when that, during his scene, I was like, that's yeah. why mm-hmm. they hired Hawks. He's so yeah. good. He's so good. And honestly, I know you guys hated a lot of this episode, but I was emotionally affected by Sarah Michelle Gellar's performance. No, I was too. She's scene. very good in that final scene. I thought she was very good. I think she's better in that final scene than I, I usually attribute her sure. of being on the show. That's fair. Um, What, uh... I feel like and this. Sorry, this is a little bit switching gears. But for most of the episode, I felt like uh, Angel and the others are like in a different episode. Angel, yeah, Spike and Drusilla, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also living at that house on Franklin. You know that house on Franklin? It's the one that um, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright's son uh, designed, but Black Dahlia was killed there. Anyway, wait, which house is this? Where is this? It's yeah. on Franklin. It's um, what. Like Franklin and Winona, if you are traveling okay. uh, eastbound on Franklin, it's on the left-hand side, and it is oh, very... it has like a big statue uh... in the front. I think so. It yeah, it like it comes to a like yeah. A... I've been to that intersection. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Doesn't have a. I don't know if it has a statue. Oh, I but know. Yeah. It. I've been to that intersection, uh, but it's... I have very. I've walked a dog by that house. Oh, you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, one of my friends live on, lives online. My oh. co-host of uh, oh, yes. My Name is Weezer, the podcast where we only talk about mm-hmm. the band Weezer. Her name's Jen, by the way. Her She's name is not Jen. like a secret person. Right. No, there's no I reason just... to keep her secret. <laughs> but she that she lives over there. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and but... she has a very cute dog named Kirby. 
Cool. I mean, In case she the, listens to this, she'll be very um, happy that Kirby the plug, got The plug section's at the end, so I would appreciate if you just keep Okay, so it's mind. called My Name is Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, other fun things. <laughs> um, I really appreciated when, when everybody had to go to their separate corners to do their chanting, to right. make yes. the triangle. I loved how serious Xander took his chanting. Oh, yeah, when he, he sat on that chair, sitting on the cross-legged. Chair. He wa- there was no smirk to his voice. And there's no one there to see him, but he was going to take it seriously. And I was like, Xander, you're turning a corner for me. I maybe don't think you're ridiculous. This there was before GoFish started. Uh, it, was inter- <laughs> it was interesting how, like, okay, so you know how um, at first, at the very beginning, when they're like, um, uh, it's a ghost. Right. When yeah. they're first like, oh, God, it's a ghost. And Buffy's like, fuck this ghost. And then everyone's like, oh, but like, isn't that tragic? <laughs> they're all like really, like really pro, okay, but pro this ghost. Okay. But this is before they figure out what happens. Right. Then they turn the corner when the snake spaghetti's turn into snake. Yeah. And then they that- were like, they were like, you know what? Fuck this ghost. I don't care that he killed a woman. This snake shit is unacceptable. It the is. cafeteria food was almost more appetizing as snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, when they're like shoveling that spaghetti onto that plate and it's like gross. sliding so around, gross. I was like, "Stop!" That's stop. That's another thing that connects these episodes is that Xander's in like trashed cafeteria in both of these episodes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. They're the same episode, you guys. I think they do. They do fit together. <laughs> I mean, they're for sure a yin and a yang. <laughs> um, also, now I'm just going through and, and my notes and finding the things that are weird that I wrote about. Okay, so. When Buffy and Angel, because it really is Buffy and Angel, even though it's a jealous and he's possessed, but it's like totally yeah. Angel. When they're kissing and they pull apart, did you see like? Ew! <laughs> oh, I did not. Sick, I want to go sick. back. I want to go back. Sick. sick. That oh, must no, be shit. that must be a Sarah Michelle Geller thing because oh. I remember in the uh, the Cruel Intentions kiss has a yes. similar. Thing. Oh, it does. Oh, she has a wet mouth. I bet she does. <laughs> Gross. Um. So can we talk about how Angel is an ableist? Uh, yes, Virgil. No, no, oh, no. oh, an ableist. Not an ableist. I, I an enabler, an ableist. Yeah, to to Spike. Yeah. No, he's a jerk. Yeah, like a huge jerk. He is a huge jerk. Like he can't say anything to him without referring to the fact that he can't walk. Which he's which, also spoiler. like fingering his girlfriend in front of him. Or is I know. that the next episode? No, but that's. Still, I think that's. Is it that episode? It might be all of the episodes. <laughs> I mean, there's a it lot seems of like him. she's always just about to come. Always, always, always. always. Well, not when she's alone with Spike, but no. as soon as Angelus Any, is talking, an, to no, her, anything. Angelus, like we mentioned this in a previous episode. When Angelus like comes into being, yeah, she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> Drew, you're calm oh, yeah. girl. I also feel like Derek. Also, I was like, yeah. poor Spike, because Spike was sitting right there, <laughs> and he's like, what's up? <laughs> I gave my legs for you, bitch. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, well, he can walk now. Well, yes. Yeah, that's the end of the next episode. Oh shit! Sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler for twenty minutes from now. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I I took. 10 pages of notes on these two okay. episodes. So right. I, I'm sure I have some other... Other things? We're still... Cause, is there anything- well, I wrote poor, poor Giles because he thinks that the ghost is Jenny. Yeah. Which, I mean, of course it's not. You're being stupid. But I understand his blind hope for it. Yeah. Right? Like, I- you would hope anything that you, that it's her. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what like, a, a backwards weird hope? Because he knows that they have to, like, exercise this ghost. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, that, like, yeah. 
I don't know. I think and he just wants to see her for a moment. I think that's what he wants. So or he can he, like banish her to non-existence no, like, forever. I don't. Well, so we don't. We're not really sure what happens with them, but sure. we do like with um, ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when they move on, but I don't know if it's defined yet in the Buffyverse. But I think there is the thought that like when they move on, it's not awful. If that it's a positive good. thing. Yeah, it's good for them to move on. If the, I mean, I don't know. If they're not horrible. But I guess maybe that the killer, he gets to move on. Yeah. I mean, there's also the the thing of anytime you lose someone that you love, there's things that you wish you could have said to them. And there's things mm. that you and even though even if you said it to them, it doesn't mean they're not they don't become not dead. What but the, like of course you wanna Or just to see them. See them. Like just for him to see her again. Not in the way, not in the way that he last saw. He's got her. that I think nice he, like pencil drawing of her. I know the, oh, the yeah. wonderful, the, the shade, the charcoal yeah. shaded drawing. That's her true. sleeping. Oh my god! What if Giles has that framed in his house? Oh, because it's the only picture of her he has. He probably got it tattooed on his other bicep. <laughs> so when he washes his hands, yeah. He when he when up. he when he rolls up his sleeves to his shoulders to wash his hands, that can. would make my life. Um, yeah, but uh, when when uh, Willow. I actually liked Willow's delivery of that line when she's like, Jenny or Miss Calendar wouldn't be this mean. Like, I thought that was true. It was very yeah. true. Like, he, if she wouldn't. She wouldn't fucking try and choke Xander out of his locker. Right. Oh, oh yeah. we can so, talk, yeah, about. talk about I, what was in that locker. I took some uh pictures. There was rope. There is rope hanging there's something. something hanging. Yeah, like there's a voodoo doll hanging. That's which what I, I just thought like, did was someone part put of that the in demon. There? I thought that's that too. Thought too. <laughs> like, <laughs> he wasn't surprised no. by that. He was just surprised by the arm. Which and, is pretty alarming. Okay, so these I don't didn't turn out that well. <laughs> yeah, so there's a large illustration of a blonde lady with a tear. And what is this other? I don't know. There are like things all over his locker. Did you guys yeah. do this to your lockers in mm-hmm. high school? I certainly didn't do uh, anything sticky because I knew that I would have to clean it out at the end of the year. But I would like put pictures of people up and stuff. I didn't have anything in my locker. But um, my school was not like the schools that you see on TV. Like we didn't have halls of locker. We had like locker bays and you barely ever went to your And you locker. guys didn't have hallways because you're California, we're outdoor right? school. Yeah. So mm. we were, it was like very different than what you yeah. see on but TV. But these guys are California school as well. And it's filmed at Torrance High. Hmm. But they have hallways. They Their school looks like, like an East school, Coast school. Yeah. Right. Well, ha- you, say, you say TV school, but like it looks like how yeah. my school looks. Yeah. So I think it's just not an authentic. It's not like so it's, everything. It's, it's like Marshall. Um, Marshall High School. You guys know Marshall? John in, Marshall in wait where are you talking about in like the like Atwater Silver Lake yeah in there. Franklin yeah. Hills yeah yeah I think which is like a big block and everything's inside yes yeah it, like a school <laughs> like a prison <laughs> like most schools in America yeah it's, I I so I, I grew up um, in Wisconsin so like the indoor outdoor school thing is totally alien to me so when like they were on the balcony uh-huh. and like outside and she fall I'm like when did they get outside yeah. but I guess that's just what. That's we the architecture had, of the school. Yeah, we had yeah. these ways. We had things oh, like that, like, so like where can... it would be n- like hallways without walls. So I guess just like a walkway between buildings. Like you could go through inside the building, but it was like a cut through kind of. See, if we had those, they would have been covered with something because, you know, yeah. six months out of the yeah, year, it's going to be aggressively cold and you can't exist oh, outside. It's tough. I'm so glad not to be there anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're glad to have you. Um, 
Can and we? I was lying because Spike totally uh, walks in this episode, not the next one. No, he walks. So at I, the feel, end. I feel I feel guilty for true? saying that was the future. Yeah, because I wrote Spike kicking the wheelchair. What a drama drama queen. Oh yeah, I, I, I wrote fuck that chair. It's my last note. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um, he, well, I mean, already if you're being perceptive, if you're being a perceptive viewer, you should see that something's a little bit different with Spike because he's got color back in his cheeks. He doesn't, he doesn't have foundation have on his lips mm-hmm. anymore. He's like, well, and he doesn't have the like scar. Yeah, scars. I mean, and he, his eyes are like more angry and bright rather than like dejected and sad. So I, I, I. I think I was like kind of cheating because I knew he eventually walked, but I was like, "Is this the episode where he fucking walks?" And it is. Um. So I I don't know this show past this point. Um. Mm-hmm. But it sure seems like they're seeding a lot with Snyder being like that whole like scene about the sewers backing yes. up. Where he's like, "Look, we all know you and me. We know that we're on a yeah. hellmouth, but we can't tell everyone else mm-hmm. that we're on a hellmouth." Well, and he do gets, you want th- yeah. me to get the mayor down here? He's like, "No." Oh. No, no, not the mayor. Yeah. Is the mayor like a demon of some kind? Or? Huh. Interesting question. Unknown. Let's move on. But I will- I feel like it's known and you're holding information from me. <laughs> it's we know things. Um but no, that that is your perceptive viewer and that is I don't, seeding things for the future. For I mean, sure. I don't think that's about being perceptive. It's I pretty think heavy-handed. It's being broadcast. <laughs> also, I didn't know if you would get it. I really? wrote it down. I was like, I wonder if Patrick like, will notice. Patrick's a dummy. Probably didn't get this. <laughs> yeah, that's. I wrote zero. Poor Patrick. Like, poor Patrick. <laughs> Speaking of dummy. Oh sorry. my god, I wrote poor Spike too. Sorry, I really took <laughs> a lot of pitying notes. Um, there's a uh, one of them suggests. Uh, they're, they're talking about the final solution. Oh, and she says nuke, nuke, nuke the, the school. Nuke the school. But that's not what the final solution is. The final solution, right, is exterminating the Jews. Right? That's what that was. I thought. Right. I thought that's what that was. And then and they're like, no, I meant exorcism, which no one has ever referred to as the final solution before. No. I wonder... Maybe in Sunnydale. Yeah, maybe. But... Yeah, I think maybe that could have been a reference they cut. You <laughs> don't have to talk about Nazis, right? Like, it's not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're like, we already did that last season. Or was it this season? And they talked about Nazis. Remember? In the Nightmares mm-hmm. one. Oh, Yeah. True. Well, they mention it once, and then there are swastikas on the wall, and yeah. that's it. But that's enough. It's enough. Look, it happened so long ago, you guys. And who <laughs> even knows if it really happened? Oh God! <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> truther. Um, uh, oh wait, the Holocaust? Yeah. Okay, the position of Hellmouthy podcast is that the Holocaust definitely happened. <laughs> that is a I mean, bold, controversial. I mean, Kelly and I did not talk about this before, but I'm. You may want. That you may want to have a conversation. We're having about a public right statement right now. It definitely <laughs> happened. Um, I thought you were talking about the episode Nightmares. Two things. There are questions of what, how much of that was canon. No, and how I know. Much of it was yeah. Said. Two oh, things for sure we know happened. Mm-hmm. One is the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and the other is that my world issues teacher was possessed by a demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Not now. Um. So are we ready to talk about Go Fish? Sure. Yeah. I mean, so how does this end, right? Like it ends. It with ends with Spike. Spike Steven. walking. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh right, and oh, uh, an angel feeling feelings and getting scared, and he's all pissed and, and trying to wash his away. face in a waterfall. Right. Which, I wrote right. shirtless DB. Mm-hmm. Shirtless and wet. Maybe yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right, sorry. Speaking I of wet things, and wet. <laughs> go, go right. fish. fish. Um. Okay, that guy 
Which one? There's so many. The guys one that in this approaches show. Buffy and Cameron. is talking Cameron when he's talking about the ocean. Already, I was like, "Get him You're away!" You're insane. I'm like, go away. And Buffy's kind of like, oh, "I'll like let it. I'll sit it out for a little bit." He's kind of cute. She, yeah. I wrote a guy likes Buffy. Uh oh, <laughs> not gonna go well. My um, my note about him is: is that the same guy from the previous episode? <laughs> it does kind of look like He's like, guy. "I'm trying again." Um, I made the swim team. <laughs> right. Um, I wrote, "Um, such a loser about the ocean." Because <laughs> 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 he's just like, man. <laughs> I just really find myself in there. I'm like, shut up, dude. Don't y'all love the ocean? Look, the ocean's fine, but I'm not going to go pontificating about it to some girl I want to phone. Honestly, up until he asks, are you wearing a bra? It all works for him. He he's not doing poorly. It all works for him. I thought you were going to say it all works for you. She was bored oh, in the car. She was mad bored in the she car. She was so bored. She was yawning. She was like, all right. Gonna, like she was doing that like nodding thing because she was like, you know, just when I'm out there surrounded by all that wetness i did i did have like a flash of a moment where i was like this is what i sound like when i talk about improv (laughs) oh jesus like this is me this guy is me in this moment (laughs) okay but you are more self-aware yeah yeah well but i also don't have like uh improviser monster dna fused to to my dna whereas he was a fish monster so of course what are you? No, you are an improv monster. No, no. I mean, artificially, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, are you? You're coming off really defensive, and so I just <laughs> well, don't know this why. Because Ryan comes in hot, and then I gotta <laughs> defend myself. That is my strategy. <laughs> um, speaking of hot, Wentworth Miller is in this episode wearing a turtleneck. That's why. He's okay, hot. I wasn't talking no, about his body. I was that talking was about the hilarious when he's walking by with his turtleneck and his vest. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because he's a swimmer. You know, swimmers, you're in cold water all the time. You're cold all the time. You don't... Swimmers don't get cold. You figure it guys. out. <laughs> you figure... You, they're, they're at the beach at night. I bet it, I bet it was pretty cool. No, uh, Xander said, it's nippy, so say his nips. Yeah. That I, turtleneck was too much. My it first was... note here was, I don't understand any of Xander's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what they are at the moment, but um, I, I didn't understand them. Mm. I think he's just bitching about like people being excited about the swim team, right? He's yeah, like, and he's also like, "Why would we go to a party at the beach at night?" And I'm like, Do "Yeah, you know how much I would have killed to go to a party at a beach at night when I grew up in Maryland." Yeah, yeah. I also, wanna... we did that for your birthday, like yeah, a I year guess... ago. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, "Yeah, pretty much." I do like a party. At the so beach you were at night. like, you felt very attacked during, or the... just like <laughs> it was more like he has that Southern California privilege. Yeah. Like he's, Interesting. Like, he's already over bonfires. So also, like, he calls that guy Hickam a breath. He does. <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> Hickam a breath. I hate that character. Um, he, wait, Zan Man? Yeah. Fake Chandler? Fake Chandler. Um, I think he has his, he has his, um, what's it called? Like redeeming qualities. Xander. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, I think he gets better. I think he gets better. Throughout the sure, I think he grows up a little, mm-hmm. but he's still. There's a lot of there's a lot of room to grow. He's yeah. all, he's very much a teenage boy. Yeah, very much. Um, speaking of teenage boys, the boys swim team has people going missing. Yes. Well, and first they stink. Oh, First dude, they, what is that what is foulness? Foul. Oh. <laughs> what is that foulness? Specifically, yes. yeah. <laughs> what is that foulness? Bro, 
I'm gonna break out of prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, wait, he breaks into prison so he can get out. Does he have a prison tat in the in the in, show, in the in the show? In prison in, break? In pri- in prison break, the pl- like in the pilot, mm-hmm. he g- gets sent to prison. No one knows why, because he was like a good guy. His mm-hmm. brother went to prison, but why would he go to prison? He's a right, good person. Right, right. And then he reveals that he went to prison so he could break, break his, his brother out, and right? Yes. On his body, when he takes off his shirt, if you look at with the right way at his all of his intricate tattoos, his mm-hmm. full body sleeve, it is architect it's the blueprints of the prison. <gasps> Okay, so that makes sense. Okay, because I didn't know that, and yeah. when I was watching it, my boyfriend walked in, and he was like, oh, is he wearing a turtleneck to cover like, his tattoos? <laughs> and I was like, huh? I don't know. <laughs> because little known fact, that was an actual tattoo it, he, it, for they, prison break. No, they saw that, and they were like, whoa, have I got a series to write about that tattoo? <laughs> I feel like, as a pilot, that's a great idea. <laughs> a dude at the prison has the blueprint to the prison on his body? I mean, that would be a way to land that fucking part, right? You're like, <laughs> You're like look at all these God, hours of makeup you look don't need. Look what I did. <laughs> I'll save you Go so ahead. much time. Hire someone else. <laughs> um, oh, I, I like the turtleneck because now he's on. Uh, he's doing stuff in the Flash. Oh, that's and right. He's on yeah. Legends, and he plays this guy, Cap, uh, Captain Cold. Oh, that's right. And he so, plays Cold. Yeah, he plays yeah. Cold, and he uh, like wears the parka every now uh-huh. and then. He's like always dressed like it is like 20 degrees outside, even when <laughs> cool. it's like super hot out. Maybe that's so, his thing. Maybe it's an acting choice. Like he's it like, might be. He's like, this is. This is who I am. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe he cold. just runs cold. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he might be one of those people that's always like, can we turn off the air in here? <laughs> guys, I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little, I'm have a little blanket. bit cold. Um, um, how about those pie charts, guys? Oh, my God. Which Ugh. I wrote down, good pie charts, everyone. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Willow. How is she still teaching this goddamn class? Know, she's All, still teaching. Also, I, actually, I wrote down Gage is a hacker because he's playing solitaire and somehow has gotten naked lady... Uh, backgrounds on his solitaire when they're working on like computers from 1992 i think he brought that naked lady solitaire in on a floppy oh okay i think he stuck his floppy into that because oh. what <laughs> yeah. yeah he just jammed that thing in well it is kind of wiggly yeah no oh i was just having horrible that images five of, and a quarter a inch <laughs> flaccid penis like him like trying to push it through a slot all right, great. Um, People don't know how to use computers in Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I, know. Like, I don't know. And it burst into flames. Um, also, those women were wearing little bikinis. Which, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they weren't they naked. Were naked. They, they weren't, weren't nude. Naked. Like, come on, Willow. You know Willow's what naked is. Willow's being a prude. Well, she is a Willow, bit of a prude. I mean, she's trying to juggle a lot in this moment. <laughs> she's... Uh, <laughs> A full-time job as a teacher yes. and a student. Is that the only... She's only teaching the one computer class that she was in before? Or did Miss Calendar have multiple computer classes? I think there was probably Is she one. teaching them all? I think Miss Cal... Because I can't imagine Sunnydale hired a teacher just to teach computers. So I bet Miss Calendar had... In 1998? I think we had a, a computer science teacher I think we I had one computer teacher and that was all they taught. But I would say that... Um, I don't know how many classes Miss Calendar taught because I feel like it's one of those things where like you can take computer science or shop or mm-hmm. uh, performing arts, like that kind of thing where it's like an elective. Yeah. Although it wouldn't explain why those people are in that class because they appear to not be interested at all in oh, that elective. I think the pie chart people are excited to make their pie charts. <laughs> oh, my God. When they all laugh at her joke and the like the Ugh, like. And then she says, I did the joke thing. When they laugh, too, it is like the cheapest like royalty free sample that you can probably buy on like <laughs> pond5.com. <laughs> everyone's just like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> um, we get some choice Cordelia moments in this episode. 
Yeah, she's in rare. What's form. your favorite uh, Cordy moment in this? Um, now I'm trying to look through to make sure I don't forget a a great one. I liked that she was dressed like Sailor Moon. Yes, I like that she was. I think my favorite moment, honestly, is when she is vulnerable with the monster she thinks is Xander. And like starts off being like we can't date anymore, and she's like, "But we, but I'll stay with you." If she you want to see other real she hard to him so, in that moment. Yeah, it's like re- it's like, and I think Cordelia is being like real. So I think that's definitely my favorite Cordelia moment. I did like how how she. Uh, this goes back to our uh, thing about you can't hear what people are saying while you're swimming anyway. Oh, he was so underneath the water, yeah. but he might have had special ears. <laughs> right, because he's a fish man. He's a fish man. Right. Just like they have special little catfish whiskers. So cute. Did <laughs> you guys do that? Like they turn their heads and it's like. Flop, flop, flop. Ryan, I feel like I interrupted you. No, I wrote this note about something Cordelia says, but now I can't fully remember the context. So maybe you guys can help me. Yeah, let's, I wrote, let's decode Ryan's note. I wrote, kept slaves. Remember? Oh, Jefferson. Okay, but what was the context? Um, they were saying that um, she, okay, she it thinks that about the swim attractive team. people um, and successful people should have uh, um, like special rules and uh-huh. that the regular people rules shouldn't apply to them. And um, someone says, well, what about all men are created equal? And she's okay. like, oh, well, that's like written by an ugly person. Right. Abraham and Lincoln. credits it to Lincoln. Yeah. And then she says that was Jefferson. No. So then Cordy is like, oh, Lincoln, ew, like gross mole and ugly hat. And yeah. then someone's and like. Not uh, even racist. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Ew. And then someone's like, actually, it's Jefferson. And she's like, um, okay, he kept slaves. And like. Okay, which is a valid point to say any time anyone quotes all men are created equal. That's like a very like, that's what you do when you're in high school, right? You yeah. call out that Jefferson has slaves to like <laughs> invalidate whatever anyone was saying. But like, Cordy, but I don't know Cordy's that that ancestors like 100% own slaves, right? Probably. I guess I don't, I don't see how that feeds her, ma- her No, point, I don't think I it feeds her point. I think she's just like, why don't you just shut up? Like, I'm <laughs> I'm like abandoning my thing that I was saying. You okay. just need to shut up because he has All right. slaves. As long as she's abandoning it, because it doesn't reinforce the idea of good looking people deserve no. different rules. I think she also was like, like, it was like one of those things where on the same line with like, if someone had something said something like, oh, well, Jefferson said that actually. Yeah. And it, it would be the same as if she were just like, no one even asked you. Yeah. You know, but it's just like, stop. Like, and I'm he didn't just off. keep those slaves. No. Oh, what? what's that, Ryan? He raped them. Oh. Just more Speaking rape. of rape. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's because all of them had slaves. Some speaking of them. Of, speaking of rape, uh, Buffy's friends are totally nonchalant when she comes yeah. in and is like, this guy tried to. No, they're so rude to her. Yeah, they're like, um, we're doing something else. They're like, um, we're researching about a fish beast, and she's like, yo, I just got like assaulted. Yeah. Well, okay. What? Someone tried <laughs> sort of. to assault her, and she did assault someone. Well, okay, it's not no, someone assaulted her, and she and she battered herself. she battered someone. So technically, the definition of assault is mm-hmm. an act intended to, um. Uh, cause bodily harm or fear of bodily harm. But she's someone. now completely out of harm and injured, punched a dude in the face. Right, right. Whereas other people but are fucking was... dead. Right, but that's right. your friend who's there who's like, this guy tried to rape me. Also, it takes him two like, seconds bah, 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 to just bah, bah, bah. be like, oh, I'm really sorry that happened to you. But hey, like, listen, we have this, like, thing to do. But instead they're just like, um... Hello, like we're our books are open. I felt like they were just doing the same gag that he did. That okay, so Cameron in the car, she's right. like talk, 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 right, and she talk, didn't talk, give talk, her talk, a talk. chance to say anything. So then I think they were just reusing that gag 
of Buffy didn't take a breath. Mm-hmm. She just was like, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, but one of these things is like his enthusiasm for swimming, and the <laughs> other is like a traumatic event that she experienced. I don't know that it's gag appropriate. Fair, I I'm <laughs> totally fair. Um, um, you know what is also inappropriate? What using "run like a woman" as an insult? Yeah, that was so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Especially because I almost would have cut more slack for "run like a girl" because mm-hmm. you're saying like run child. like a child. Yeah, but no, you're saying like. Like Jackie Joan or Kersey running like her? Like, yeah. What do you mean run like a woman? Well, that was an annoying thing. But also that was Cordelia saying that. And Cordelia has said many bad she's, things. Right. She's right. She is a wrong. victim of she is a victim of the patriarchy and has internalized, internalized, internalized a lot of right? misogyny, yeah. mm-hmm. which is I mean, she grows as well. But we shall see how. Anyway, <laughs> um, I like it when you back away from spoilers. <laughs> yes. Um, and then in the next scene, which I. Oh. Oh, what were you going to say? No, no, go ahead. Sorry, I just You're read like, a You're, like, really excited. No, I, I just read Cordy is a sketch artist. When oh, yeah. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's and then thing. And then everyone's giving Xander, like, a hard time yeah. when he's like, I don't know, I guess that's what I saw. And they're like, is that what you saw or not? Like, I don't know, it's a fucking fish yeah. monster. Yeah. Sorry, that was my only thing. The whole thing, thing is no. strange. Like, Yeah. The whole, I mean, the idea of, like, an animal shedding the human skin with Ugh. the... I, I thought I thought that was great. By the way, I thought that was that like, like a, a great reversal of like because they're looking for an animal yeah. that like eats the inside yes. of, of yeah. people, and it it was just cool to be like, oh no, they're just shedding their yeah. human skin. Yeah, it doesn't really change functionally what was happening. No, but it's, it's, but it's cool. a it's a, and it's a really fun moment when you see it happen to that guy. Yes, yes. like yes. It's, when his hand comes yeah. out. Oh, yeah, and he like rips apart his um, non tattooed chest. Yes, and there's yeah. the demon skin underneath. Um. I uh I have some questions about <laughs> the coach's end game with these monsters, right? I so, don't think the monsters are part of his game at all. Well, so why is he like feeding them, and why is he like? Because he still loves them. Oh, like, yeah. He well, he, he, he feels team. responsible for. So he's like, I gotta feed them and make sure they have things to rape. I think here's <laughs> the thing: he puts buff the raping part, <laughs> the Buffy part is, I think, to punish Buffy. Ugh. Yeah, because th- rape is, remember, remember, and Buffy has endorsed this, yeah, rape, rape is, is an acceptable form of punishment. Punishment, it's But insane. she's also all vengeance. I feel like Kelly she's, would do the same thing. I, if whoa, someone put whoa. you in a rape pause, pit, I feel pause? like you would throw that person into the rape pit when you escaped. Okay. Maybe. Well. <laughs> that was a, okay, hold on. a lot to that's accuse what, her of and then backpedal <laughs> with a maybe. But I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> That's what vengeance is. That's what vengeance is. It's calling your way out of a rape pit and then throwing the person who puts you in there in it. Well, okay. I'm not eye for an eye. Okay. Vengeance. I am like, I will give you what I think you deserve. It may not be the same thing that you put me through, but it will be what I think you deserve. And I will set everything in action that needs to occur. So whether or not that man ends up in the uh, rape pit, probably not. I would... I mean, okay, we're understanding that I'm Buffy, right? Buffy. We're thinking right. I'm Buffy. We're there. Oh, I would just drag him out and then just, like, beat the shit out of him and then, like, leave him there. And then he could go on his way. Yeah. And I would keep saying to him, like, as I was pun- punching him, like, this is – you need to understand that, like, I'm doing this to you because you tr- threw <laughs> so this, me in the ring. This is rain. like a, a lecture beat him up. Yeah, like, I would keep, like, turning – I'd be like, don't pass out. Look don't, at don't. me. And he'd slap him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'd slap him awake and I'd be like, do you understand what I'm doing to you? Do you understand why yeah, I'm doing this, this is, to you? You did this. You did this. And then keep hitting and then wake him up. 
I guess there is no way to like try him in the court of public opinion because it all has to be, you know, a, a Sunnydale secret right. or a Sunnydale lie that everyone buys yeah. for no good reason. Um, but like, yeah, there, there's no way to like publicly shame him. Right. No, not really. Especially, yeah, because everything that is so damnable about him is something is like such a big part of what we try to willfully make ourselves blind to. Yeah. I wonder I mean, if you could like, that's why Buffy has to just beat the shit out of him. That's what I think has to happen. You know, uh, well, um, or he gets raped to death, which did happen, which is what happened. Here's the thing. They love their coach. This. Wow. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I did laugh though. When so he's in the middle and they're all surrounding him and then they do like a synchronized sideways. <laughs> dive. <laughs> I was like, Oh, <laughs> because I didn't they're know he was going to get raped. Him. Like, I thought they were just like, look, we can swim so well now in sync. Form. Um, is this uh, is this monster unique in the Buffy universe for being like a science based monster? They no. sometimes have science fiction. They yeah. sometimes have science. Like they yeah. had a big bug. They have like, but they will often like. Oh, but I guess because these were created by right. Well, these were we've created had by robots the Soviets. too. Oh, oh God. yeah, that's right. That's we right. did have a horrible, horrible robot episode. I had two horrible robot episodes. Love John Ritter. So oh. I was so excited at that robot oh. episode. I'm talking about a different robot episode. Okay. I'm t- <laughs> that, but that Ted is a tough episode. So like there, yeah. there are science fiction things. Um, yeah, there are. Okay. And they do make an appearance. Well, so that does that require the same level of cover up as like the supernatural stuff? Because like if it's supernatural, then you need to be like, no, 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 we don't live on a hellmouth. There aren't right. vampires. There aren't werewolves. There aren't you know, sentient egg monsters. Right. Um, but like, can you say, uh, yeah, we, someone's been using fish DNA to create monsters in the Soviet union and we've stolen that technology. Like what, Yeah. why does everything need to be covered up? I don't think it has to be covered up, but the, but the uh, mechanics of ease to do that is already set up. So like, it's <laughs> sure. very easy yeah. to cover up the deaths of students and missing faculty and all these things. Like it's, it's already there. So why not use that that machinery? I, that's my understanding of it. But why use that machinery? Because it's easier, it's easier. than having to answer questions. Like they, don't, I feel like the police who, investigate zero murders a year in Sunnydale. Okay, because I think what they, they don't want to start having to. Work. I, yeah, I think they're like, why have people? Because okay, let's say you're living in Sunnydale. What like to you, strange is strange, right? Like you're not gonna be like, oh, well, that's like a science fictiony type thing. Sure. So like once you start like. Bring shining light to that. People are gonna be like, okay, well, like, so now that we're talking about that, what about like everyone dies like <laughs> of mysterious neck wounds? Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. And like, there are disappearances all the time. I think that's like you open the floodgates. And so, are the cops in on this cover up too? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an episode I think in season one, which I did not. Yeah, I just started. I think it was season, season one, two. um, where the police arrive to something. Oh no, no, it was season two, the gas leak thing. Oh, uh, the school hard? Yeah. That was season two. Yeah. Remember at the end, the police arrive and they're like, do you want to just do the same story? Call it PCP. Uh, call it PCP. Right. And Snyder's like, yeah, yeah, let's Yeah, that's do that. what I want. <laughs> I'm so evil. Yeah. Um, I laughed out loud because I forgot, like, the origin story of these fish people. Mm-hmm. When Buffy's like, what's in this steam? And then the coach is like... After the fall of the Soviet Union. <laughs> I was like, wait, pause? Hold on? I totally forgot that too. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> Did not expect this. Also, okay, and I know that it is uh, because of the mechanics of the story, but 
as a high school swimmer, was yes. steaming a big part of your Did training you regimen? there into the sauna together? What? No. Uh, steaming saunaing was not. I know, yeah was I, not a, a part of that. But we also weren't uh, doping or fish monstering. So that's true. When mm. I, when I used to because I did I did summer swim team, but then I did like winter swim training. Like I it wasn't good enough to be on like the travel teams or whatever. But I swam. So like all of us would sneak into the because you, when you're kids you're not supposed to. So we would like be punk kids in the steam room. But it wasn't but like think, to chill our muscles. It was like, ha, 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 the adults don't want us in here. Let's Yeah, jerks. well, in, in, in college, I was in a group called the Sauna Society mm-hmm. where we would just go and sit in the sauna. That was it. That was the extent of Do you of like sitting in a sauna? I, well, I did in college. I did at the time. Um, I haven't done it in many, many years. I feel like I would be uncomfortable now. I don't you like being in a sauna. You have a sauna in your sauna. building, don't you? I do have a sauna in my building, and I've never used you it. never use it. I feel like I don't want to without... The, the members of the sauna society around. Interesting. You know, like it's very sweet. The activity is tied into the people. Hell mouthy. Sauna Straight society. from the sauna. <laughs> Straight from the sauna. I mean, I'm a big fan of saunas. I, oh, I get too hot. My heart starts racing. Sometimes I like to go to the Korean spa where there's oh. a dry sauna and a wet sauna. And um, So dry sauna, does that just mean it's like no steam at all? Yeah. And it's, just it's just dry as hell. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like I it can't. feels so good and your pores like open and everything gets out of them. And like, oh. it's, see, it's I wish I could like that stuff. It is just that it's seriously you can't breathe. Yeah. Well, you but you can you can like schedule it yourself. Like you can step out and be like, "This is my break time. I'm not in there for right. you're not trapped." No, that's true. Although, um, I have like a my uh, I have sinus tachycardia, so mm-hmm. my heart resting rate is like ninety, and it mm-hmm. when it gets hot, it will go up to like one twenty. Oh, no. So I am really not good in like very high heat. Situation. Yeah, so just don't. So do I it, just won't yeah, do maybe it. Don't, yeah, maybe like, we I don't, don't do an episode from a song. No, what I, I might about? die. I'll okay. be on the other side of the door. <laughs> All right, I'll just Korean spa <laughs> and not help help out days. Can we talk about how bad um, Buffy is as like a spy or oh, like when, when she's okay? But how she's great. like staring right at Gage, okay, right? I, I, that first scene though is delightful in its nineties-ness because he's playing a Game Boy. OG Game Boy. Is I love that. And she has a scrunchie in, and it's just like what. What what else do I need? Has in life? she already uh, appeared in that uh, like leather jacket, purple scarf combo? Was that earlier in this episode? It mm. might be. I'm picturing what you're talking about. The like the longer leather jacket. Uh, the, like, oh, yep, yeah, with the knee socks. Well, I, 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 I'm I'm, yeah. I'm mostly remembering from like the, the waist boots. up. So okay. I don't, she's wearing like a dark leather jacket uh-huh. and like a light purple scarf. <laughs> it was just really working for me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also liked that Gage was sitting at that like little student lounge area mm-hmm. that is very rarely used. Yes, in that's where Sunnydale that's High. where she had a dream about Giles choking, choking her. Choking right? her, right. yes, poor thing. Um, yeah. Um, I also liked that we had a, a little mini steroids PSA. Yeah, if steroids are this dangerous, why would anyone do them? <laughs> there was a note um, on the. Uh, Buffy wiki um, entry yes. for this episode. It may have been the the regular Wikipedia entry for okay. the episode that said that the writer wrote it to wrote the episode to shed a light on athletes using steroids. No fucking really? shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like someone went on record to say that. Yes. Well, and I don't think it really. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know it is like it feels so science fictiony. That it doesn't feel yeah. like it actually. You think would it happen. loses like it, the trace no, of reality yeah. to it? It does. I think like the stakes are for, of real steroids are non-existent. 
if you consider them in comparison to fish steroids. Right, especially because right. all I feel like if instead of the steaming, which I understand, I guess why they did that, but like if they had just had that nurse hand them pills, yeah, because that is a thing that a high school athlete in a certain like competitive yeah. arena would happen, where a, someone would that you trust who's a doctor would hand you pills, you would just take the pills, not question it, and then mm-hmm. turn it into a monster. Like that's real, but the steam, the steam was, was weird. It just it pushed it like another layer to where it's like this is not. I don't think also stopped anyone from taking steroids. Possible to get like performance steroids like you inhale your all skin. that steam. Oh right, because they're breathing. Mm. That's why they're like. <sighs> <sighs> and Shane West was in that scene. Yeah, of a walk to remember and other oh, things. He was also on ER. He was. Yeah, in the later seasons. Mm. I feel he like was like everything happened in the He was one of the the like the rebellious young doctors who's, who does things his own way. Um did you guys notice that um the late the nurse that got eaten like didn't really get eaten. She just had like some pokes yeah. on the back of her. Yeah. She had like two two holes. Uh, I, I yeah, that's right. Just like that. two wounds. Two wounds. And but they she were was like, fine. That's fine. Floating. We got a Well, <laughs> we didn't see her front half. That's, that's true. true. Maybe it's Maybe hollow. <gasps> Maybe she just has a back. Yeah. Oh, and that woman went on to be the uh, housekeeper on Two and a Half Men. Listen, so she lot, might, these two episodes have had a, yeah. a lot of heavy hitters. Yeah, like in heavy the hitter character roles. actors. Yeah, yes. yeah, cool. Um, and it, was the coach somebody as well? He was looked familiar, <laughs> but I don't remember him from anything particular. I feel like both the, both the coach and the nurse got like separate, like and blah 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 as yeah. the nurse or yes. whatever her name was. And like I, there, okay, I. Don't really. Was this just like a villain monologue on his part, like why he's telling Buffy everything, like because he's like you know before the fall of the Soviet I Union, think he like won- they were doing experiments. Yeah. I yeah. Don't. D- does the episode uh, gain anything from That's that? That's what I'm wondering. Like, I don't. I don't think like, it does. Okay. Like, yes, we as a viewer now understand. Like, but who gives a shit? Why? Like, but like, I didn't really care. And no. like, honestly, you could have just been like a weird magic experiment gone wrong. Yeah. And then I would be like, okay, cool. And then like. Coach made a deal with the devil. Yeah. And also, like, why, like, what does he gain, really, from telling her? I guess her just being, like, shocked and disgusted? I think it's that old, and it's never really a compelling reason, but it's that old thing of, like, if he explains it, maybe she's going to understand. I see. Because he fe- still feels justified in his actions. Right. But I, it's it's a trope that should retire. <laughs> it's dumb. It is. Like, it's Of rare. all the tropes in these two episodes. <laughs> This this one's gotta go. Yeah, we draw a line somewhere. <laughs> Got to. Sorry, I just started thinking about Xander and that speedo. Okay, can we talk about that? Yes, sure. he looks great. Okay, couple things. Okay, I was a little disappointed that in an episode about swimming and about swim team, yeah. it takes us twenty two minutes to get to the pool. Yeah, it was twenty two minutes. Time. Yeah, let's get to the pool yeah. quicker. Get to the pool. I mean, there's a lot of beach talk. There's How much a lot of fun car would talk. the party have been if it was at the pool? Like they snuck oh, into the building at overnight. They probably could only. They couldn't have monologued about the ocean. That's true. Uh, right, because if he was monologuing, she'd just be like, "Why are you talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> We're at the pool." <laughs> <laughs> what if he just waxing, uh, been waxing poetic about the pool? <laughs> man, when I'm in that. Oh, I would have been into it. When I'm in the pool, when man. I'm in that thousand fifty feet of cubic space. <laughs> I actually don't know how big they are, but. It I don't know if that's be. a lot or a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> Cubic space is hard to estimate, right? It is. It's tough. I mean, I Even struggle with that every footage. day. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Um, okay, so Xander in this Speedo. Mm-hmm. All the girls are liking it. 
Yeah. He's introduced with the most hilarious music cue I've yeah. ever heard on yeah. this show. It's like one big bass gliss, like, view. <laughs> yeah. Like they, used to do that, they used to do that on happy endings. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. And then they're all like looking at him like, oh my oh, fucking God. God. And then he hides behind like the kickboard. The little yeah. kickboard. Which is cute. But you could still see his little butt. His butt was great. The whole I liked thing his was, butt. He was adorable. Yeah. Uh, but it... It did go a little way, but not far enough to fix my Xander problem of the episode, which is when he said, uh, Buffy's not here to hear. She's not here to listen to me complain about the swim team perks. She's too busy being one of them. Yeah. Being a swim team perk. Yes. Yeah. He slut shamed his friend. You, he slut shamed her he a lot. He slut her. She's not even there. And you don't. What you're you're making out with Cordelia. You have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She's not allowed to go on dates with people. What? Screw I you. Know. I mean, it, he's, it, but he always has that sort of like regressive sexual politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that, but that's, fuck him. I agree. I, know. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, I hate Xander maybe four <laughs> times in my notes. He, well, he tends to do this thing where he like gets mad at other men for his own perceived failures and then projects that anger onto women by objectifying them. And it like is so fucking annoying that yeah. he like, but now I'm starting to understand him. I'm starting to relate. Maybe, no, he, maybe it's okay, Xander. No, it's not. It's definitely you're, not. You're Here's the thing. Like, Xander, I feel like, and I sort of actually feel this way about most of the characters on the show, is that they need to get hobbies. They need to get, like, things that yeah. they do that aren't, like, Well, I mean, Buffy, Buffy. Can't, Buffy can't have hobbies, right? So fine. And that's fine. She's very busy. That's fine. Yeah. She is, yeah. she's got it. Yeah. But, like, Xander, I have no concept of what this guy does if not, like, hang out with his friends like he pretty much i mean i think he does a lot of lazing around his house like i feel yeah. like he should have been on the swim team already again yeah. very oh. tall broad shoulders like mm-hmm. he should be doing something i mean he's recently become quite fit so maybe he doesn't know his own strength yet he doesn't know what he has to offer i mean season one xander was a baby xander season two xander now he's he's stronger he's than man he xander. he's man xander or at least young young man xander. <gasps> but i think it's yeah. fair because <laughs> Willow is off. It's part of that exposition fairy thing. But like she, we she's in all kinds of clubs we don't know about. Oh yeah, like if they need her to be in a computer club, she's in, been in computer club. She's like, oh, I met those guys from the AV club. Yeah, oh, they're my best friends. We've oh, been no. doing science together for years. <laughs> like that's her thing. So I, you're right. It, the episode would have been better because then it also Xander bitching about the other swimmers is from a different place. Yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily necessarily from the place of just like pure shitty jealousy mm-hmm. well and it's like, like we all were swimming at the same speed last season and now and they now dropped everyone's a bunch better of time. than me yeah, yeah and that's re- how does that ugh, and, and then now they can celebrate and then they could just do the pills thing and he hasn't yep. been taking the pills yep. guys rather than new this, version it's like sauna shit where they're breathing in the mist yeah um also the the swimmer that he's talking to is so quick to give up the information about like the fact that they're yeah. in yeah. steroid mist right now. Yeah. That it's like, why didn't they why didn't they tell him about that like ahead yeah. of time? They it's not a secret seen, they're they, keeping. They, they should have seen if he was like cool with that, right? Like before they told that secret. Or before they invited him well, on. He, like, Yo, Xander, you a cop? Yeah. They had to see if he was like cause who knows? He could be a narc or something. He could be In fact he is. A CI. <laughs> <laughs> he Yeah. <sighs> There's some missed opportunities for a better episode in this episode. I mean, I just feel like, yeah, like he they were so cavalier with it because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you're part of the fold now. But like, maybe they should have checked with him before inviting him into the fold. They are desperate yeah. for swimmers, though. Yeah. That's another thing that struck me as weird. I 
having been on swim team, I know that you have more people on the swim team than you need, like, bare minimum to swim a meet. Yeah. Right? We can have eight here. We've got eight. We've got eight. We don't need any more people. No more people on the swim team. (laughs) But, like, that's exactly what they did because they were like, oh, we're down three. We need to recruit three new swimmers. And they don't even have to be good. Yeah. It's also, and maybe your swim team was more competitive, but at our school... I don't think swim team had cuts. Like, there definitely were the best swimmers got to swim. Like, you didn't necessarily... Oh, I mean, I I was on the team my freshman year, so we were not that competitive. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, you... It was one of the teams, and there were a few. I think track was a similar way, and now people are going to be like, that's not how it was, but I think that's how it was. (laughs) No, that's... I did. Yeah, you don't don't cut people, you just... They They are slower and don't... Yeah, Yeah. which is cool compared to other sports where there's not as many slots. So that was also why it was sad for poor Jonathan. Poor guy didn't... Couldn't make... Swim team. He's asthmatic. Why why does he give in to Willow's questioning? Because they're trying to seem like she's good at interrogating. Is that something that'll pay off later? Because um, mm. all she did, she took like a lamp, like yeah. a desk lamp. and Maybe that's, it why, maybe that's what them that, turning that, like, you know, making fun of that idea then maybe? Yeah. Like I, shining a light on someone makes them confess. I think the thing that they're highlighting maybe about Jonathan, because we've seen him a little bit before, he finally gets a name in these episodes. Yes, we'll he's see named. him more. I think it's more how sad Jonathan is and has no friends and is desperate for someone to talk to. Yeah. Oh. More than it is, is that Willow that's is... grim. No, that I know. Grim. No, that's it gets Jonathan. Grimmer. Jonathan is the happiest sad character you'll ever run into. Like... On pay- like he's such a like squirrely little character and it's always fun to see him like I yeah. always in every episode he's in I'm just like yay Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> but on paper he has a terrible experience and that's true throughout the series mm-hmm. we don't need to get into spoilers right. but it's like he he's so optimistic and happy and peppy despite all of the adversity he has to go yeah. through he has, he has the worst high school experience out of any of the characters, like bar none. Are you sure? Because a lot of these characters die in high school. Yeah, no. So. <laughs> exactly. He, it <laughs> is worse is a better fate. Yeah. He, um, well, and it, yeah, I mean, that totally makes sense that he is, he is so fucking tragic. Like, just imagining him getting this, like, secret satisfaction out of, like, going alone to the pool and, like, peeing in it. Yep. Which they're probably doing, the swim team themselves. Yeah, that's really knowing. That pool is half pee, and there's a filter, so, like, it's and fine. there's, like, so and much chlorine. chlorine. So much right. chlorine. Um, Should have taken a dump. Yeah. <laughs> that is a much more powerful statement. Oh. Um, the best thing I think about Jonathan is he's played by Danny Strong, and yeah. who is, like, has won Emmys and, like, yeah. has a very successful uh, writing career. Mm-hmm. So, like, every time I see him, I feel like I'm seeing Jonathan succeed as an adult. And yeah. Happy. <laughs> yeah. No. When I saw him on Mad Men, I was like, yeah. Jonathan, <laughs> you're doing so. But well. I mean, his fate wasn't super awesome in Mad Men either. So he's fine. He's, he's doing, great. He's, but he's great. doing great. Um, because he needs us to say okay. that. And I know we're not. We might. We may have more to talk about in the episode. But I kind of want to talk about the final shot of this episode. Uh, I'm trying to what? remember. Which Okay, with their yes. feet going up. Yes. I was like, your feet don't need to be up. I don't know. They're like, like they're just dolphin diving. Yeah. They're yeah. just doing like what you <laughs> teach children to do before you have yeah. them actually uh It was like the end dive. of Free Willy. Right. No. Like the fish monsters <laughs> it, get okay, away. I think it wanted to be the end of Free Willy. It was more like the <sighs> So this is where to... this is where like I run into this like kind of embodies like my whole problem with the series is like, does the show know that it's being hilarious in that moment? <sighs> That's the thing. I don't know because I laughed very hard. So when did I. They're like <laughs> dolphin diving and they're not 
making any progress towards the horizon. They're just no, doing well, it. Well, the, the current is strong. The current is strong, and they're just going underneath the waves and then not making really any headway, but making sure that their little feet come up so yeah. we can see their little prosthetic feet like floating around. I laughed so hard. Those costumes, by the way, are actually pretty good. No, they are. As they're far like, as full like, body, the, yeah. like seamless. And three of them. Yeah. Yeah. And they were running around pretty great. Yeah. And swimming. And swimming. Swimming. Di- sideways diving, synchronized well, swimming, and Whitmore Miller changing is pretty impressive yeah. too. Like yeah. him, like ripping off his skin and everything yeah. like that. Because that's the only time we see somebody change. We yeah. always like find the skin. Yeah, and it was really like that's a we were talking about the Xander thing before the podcast. Like how him him in the speedo is like a recurring thing in yeah. the opening, and that's yeah. that's there for the a thing, while. Yeah. Like his his arm coming yeah. out. That's such a cool shot. The arm thing is it's so a good. It's cool. a good looking effect. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, because most of them, any other like transformation of any other like character that we see looks bad, right? Yeah, yeah. it's usually like, well, it's the CGI thing for the vampire faces, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. always kind of, and it's always like you can see weird. the actors standing really, right, still, really still and still. Then being like, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, speaking of uh, vampires, um, why is Angel in this episode? Um, just to. Sh- I mean, really, he just, just to, like, shows the, bu- the blood is gross. Oh, sure, just to show that the blood is gross. Well, and also to like, yeah, to show the blood is gross, and he's and there, to, like add another layer to the to, to the pile of misogyny falling on Buffy, right? Because he, well, and I mean, this he, isn't really an episode about Buffy, though. Or, I mean, I guess it sort of is. I mean, her perspective is she gets assaulted. Right. We've agreed right. that it was assault yes. by one guy. Yeah. Then she tried. We have all agreed to that now, Ryan. You're conceding she that that's what happened. She came around out with a legal definition. I'm not fighting legal definitions. Um, I knew that degree would come. <laughs> it was all for this moment. Uh, <laughs> and then Gage is, I don't know. It just said like. We didn't need so him. much of the sh- yeah. We he's didn't also need a regular. Him. I think that's a, he's also contracted. Yeah, they pay him to be an. He's episode. in that opening. No. with everyone else. No, I, I saw that. You saw. <laughs> well, I think also, like, just to show that he is a different big bad than, like, you didn't see season one, but, like, the master who was around, like, he was only around for the arc episodes. Sure. And he, because he's so personal to Buffy, will always be there even when he's not. Like, he's always this, like, lurking nefarious force, I guess, that's ever present in yeah, Buffy's he just, life. Yeah, he just doesn't seem very threatening in this episode. No, he was just kind of, no. hey, Benny, I well, used to fuck Mammy. It's yeah. a weird step off because in the previous episode, whether he would have succeeded or not, his intention at when he con- goes to the school and I only have eyes for you is to murder her. Yeah. That's he's true. like, I'm not playing her anymore. I'm going to murder her. And then we're back to this thing of like, I'm going to murder some people she knows. Yeah. Which is a much different threat. It's kind of, it seems and like, like, oh, he's like, de-heightening. you are talking about Buffy, so you're connected to her. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. But your blood is nasty. So Do you away. feel like uh, this episode could have come a few episodes earlier mm-hmm. or a few, epi- I guess not later because we're butting up against the season finale, but like that it's sort of a movable episode that like Angel of like Angelus of like yeah. whatever oh, threat level yeah. could That's... have occurred really at any point. No, th- this is definitely, I mean, because he's in it in such a limited capacity mm-hmm. yeah. and he doesn't seem particularly threatening. Nothing like in the arc happens at all. In this yeah. episode, yeah. this is a pretty strictly Monsters of the Week, barring his like right. hello the cameo. Yeah, yeah, there's no Oz. There's there's no, no Oz. It. I think there's it could no have Oz happened. in either of these episodes. I know. By I'm the sorry, way. man. We traded Oz for Snyder. I know. Well, I 
now that you say it that way, I'm kind of okay with it. I love you Oz. Liked, you like Snyder? I like seeing him. Oh. I like I think Snyder. he adds something to <laughs> I like He Snyder. adds a whole new thing to this show because Angelus is an enemy of Buffy, but he loves her, right? Mm-hmm. Snyder's an enemy of Buffy, but he hates her and he's willing to be as mean as he can. I like it. Also, like, I, I like him that he, he's kind of like a grotesque a little bit because he's like, yeah. he's so, he reminds me, not to bring up a different show, but E.B. Farnham in Deadwood. Who's like yeah. trying to get, get your fingers in all the pots and yeah. is like this smarmy little like guy and like you know keeps telling everyone how powerful you are, mm-hmm. but like it's pretty ineffectual. Like Buffy does whatever the fuck she wants, and um, yeah. I mean he's still answering to this mayor person and is desperate to like within what he considers his domain control it. Right. Um, but how effective he is at it, we see. I mean, mm-hmm. it's he's not. He's just there to, like, be mean to the kids. <laughs> Plus, he does have that, like, sexual tension with Willow. And I feel like if Oz was there, oh, God. he might mess wow. that up. That would be really messed up. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm all turned around. This You're, sorry. <laughs> um, no, I was I was kidding, guys. That would be... Ew, I wonder if there's, like... There might... Th- there that has to be so, No, I feel like that there. one's weird oh, well, enough. Yeah. No one has written about Willow and Snyder falling in love. Buffy and I'm gonna, Snyder. I don't I'm care about sex or history. I'm Look gonna. It up. All right, let's find out. Now you're starting it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's now it's, it's it might not be there. How currently. do you spell his name? Is it Schneider or Snyder? Snyder. S N Y D E R. And Willow fan fiction. Fiction. Well, I like Snyder. You somebody mentioned the fact that he is like a more real world. So you found it? I feel uh, I feel you found images. No, I didn't, but it is in Snyder's point of view. Okay. First person. Okay. Okay. Ew. No. Hold up. Re- this is with Buffy. I woke up the next morning in Buffy's bed, disoriented. So yeah. much for this being a one-day thing. Yeah, we knew he would have sex with Buffy in fan fiction. But the Willow relationship. Hold on. Would oh, you want fall, it? Fallen Willow. Uh-oh. Oh no. Would you which is better? It being Third person in Snyder's point of view or in Willow's point of view, which is the most palatable like way to Willow read. Willow first person POV. Yeah, so Willow first yeah. person POV or Snyder, Snyder third person. Or Snyder first Snyder first person yeah. POV. How about omniscient or, narrator? Yeah, or omniscient person. narrator third person. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like omniscient narrator is like really into it. How about it? Yeah. How about it's second person so that oh, you're yeah. there watching it? What if, it's a choose your own yeah. adventure. Yeah. Giles wrote it. <laughs> It's, it's Giles, so from Giles' perspective. It's, it's Giles' is like the, the Lost the Watcher files. And it, it's like oh, his secret diary. It's his worst book. <laughs> oh, oh no. We need, no, we need to talk to Joss Whedon. Uh, Giles' is like Watcher Diary, like After Dark. I think yeah. there's potential ooh, there. Ooh. Watcher Diaries After Dark? Ooh. Guys. Uh, I the never... Red Shoe Watcher Diaries. <laughs> um. Oh, man. I, does, it, yeah. does it feel like... I know we were already laughing about the end of the episode. Yeah. Does it feel like they gave up on those on those kids? Like there was a treatment for everybody else, but like those three kids that turned into fish There's monsters no are fish back. monsters. Their skin forever. is gone. And it's like a science fiction thing, it's not a magic thing. And so they were jerks. Like, you can't magic it back. Maybe. They, they were only well, I guess this could be uh, up for debate, but I think they were only jerks because they had um that steroid shit in them that made them like extra aggressive and monstery. Um, I mean, unknown for the first person that was actually, yeah. like, from the start of the episode was a monster, right? Remember, there was, like, one dude that was... Well, I think all three of the guys that uh, 
pull off their skin, mm-hmm. right? That they were all so far on like monster track yeah. that there was no coming back. And like we wouldn't, we don't know what they were like at all before. That's right. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think it would be unfair to say that all of them were great dudes before because who knows? I mean, I know that you are very right, defensive about the swim team thing. That's right. That's right. I am. Um. So you think they're great? <laughs> yes. I, okay. I think they were probably great. No. I mean, they were high school boys, which means they were yeah. awful. They yeah. were, is a bunch of Xanders. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Here's the other thing, and this goes into what we were saying before about keeping it secret, is if if we had called the government. Yeah. We, the students of Sunnydale. Yes. If we had called the government. It's a student body meeting. Then, then catching those fish boys before they went into the ocean <laughs> wouldn't have been that hard. Right? But expecting Buffy, who was almost... Wait a minute. They how almost did they, how did they get to the ocean? They swam. <laughs> okay, I have a lot of questions. There's the like practice, the, practice, practice. <laughs> when the guy when the guy sheds his skin, there's like that sewer tunnel. Yeah, so I'm assuming that's yeah, they're, how they, all drains lead to the uh, ocean. That's all they needed was to like slow pan over that sign that says all, <laughs> all, drain. all drains lead yeah. to the ocean. With like, the little dolphin <laughs> the little there dolphin that you don't want to hurt the fish skeleton. Right. <laughs> um, I have questions about like. Okay, so they're in the school, right? Like. I'm confused about, like, the geography of Sunnydale High. So Yeah, it's not clear. No, so unclear, the pool thing that they're in, is that, like, the not the swimming pool, but the thing. The right sewer pit, that's, the like, under. Pit. Yeah. Is that a sewer? Yeah, I think so. so it's just yeah, a but I don't deep... think it's a poop. It's not, like, a poop sewer. So sh- Is it, like, uh, sink like, hands? Yeah. Buffy and Giles, like, go they walk spelunking yeah. in, like, the other parts of the sewer yeah. previous to that. They don't change their clothes before they do this, by the way. I know. Her shoes are not sewer Wait, what are you guys talking about? Like a, so, like, earlier in the episode... <laughs> I don't remember this. I, I wrote that they should have changed their clothes. they go spelunking. I think it's when... It might be... When was it? Wait, this episode, Go Fish? I think it was after uh, Cameron sheds his skin, mm-hmm. or they think, I think they still think that uh, something's eating the insides of people. Okay. And right. the only escape route, I think, of that room is down to the sewers or something. I don't remember how they figure out sewers. I don't remember how they did either. Or maybe it was just the look of the monster that Cordy drew as a sketch artist looks like a fish. Looks like a fish. So they were like, let's go to the sewers. That's where fish would hang out. I can't remember how they decided. But it was after that. It was like, you run like a woman. I ran like a woman. Whatever. Oh, I'm okay. going to the sewers. I, I, oh. ha- I have it in uh, my notes for the third act. So okay. um, the Xander reveal is act two. Mm-hmm. So this must have just been later. They go down into the sewer. And I, d- I don't know why they didn't change their clothes. Like she's yeah. wearing a long jacket and Giles yeah. is wearing a suit. She's wearing like black slacks and boots. They like, need to wear have, those like over yeah, the go, pant like yeah. suspender ones. Just like the uh, the animal control guys were wearing in the previous episode when they got the snakes out. Oh my out. god, I love those <laughs> animal control guys. That is like we've we've pitched a few like behind the scenes like shows, the like pub- the public oh, servants of Sunnydale. Shit. I love this shit right? so much. So, so like pest control of Sunnydale would be a great job Ooh. or a great show. I yeah. would love that show. Yeah. Like it would be amazing cuz you'd be you'd there'd be supernatural pests, there would be plagues of locusts. Mm-hmm. You'd have it all. Yeah, and then we'd have the same, I think, power struggle that we had with the police force. Oh, yeah, we have a police one. We have a police, like, cops of Sunnydale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where, like, there's a young cop that wants to shake things up, but there's, like, an old cop that's like, hey, listen, we have to keep things the way they are because there's balance between good and evil. Mm -hmm. And the young one's like, why don't we just get rid of all the evil? But it's also kind of a workplace comedy. No, it sounds great. It's it's also (laughs) a multicam sitcom. Weird... Weird twist added by Ryan. Did not expect. <laughs> but I think the same could be 
I, I think we have just as much potential with any of the other public servants of Sunnydale. I love mm-hmm. that idea of like support cast um, for like, I've, I've always wanted to see something where it's like, oh, yeah, here's a superhero's accountant or something, yes. you know, just like someone. The janitor. Mm-hmm. I would love to see oh, the janitor's I would watch, life. Yeah, I would love that. Well, just the fallout after he realized he killed that woman. Ugh, what I think he, what if he goes to work Ugh. for the pest company as penance? Yeah. He's like, because he can't because he's good thanks at cleaning. For give, thanks for giving me a chance, guys. Like. My last job didn't 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 work out. We'll just keep you away from supernatural guns, hey guy. <laughs> and that's the jocular one. Yeah, there's always the a jocular, jocular one. one. And then and then someone's like, like, bring it back, bring it back, Steve. Like he's not ready. Oh, sorry, he's sorry, not ready. sorry. <laughs> I, sometimes I lose control. <laughs> Have Snickers. Oh, there's product placement, guys. Yeah, so much. Uh, yeah. Pussy. Speaking of product placement, um, we see the vending machine in one of these episodes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there's no Diet Dr Pepper in it anymore. No, maybe Dr. There is maybe Dr Coke. Pepper was like. Which is interesting because Coke and Dr. Pepper are not owned by the same people. No. That's correct. But and he's he's trying to decide between orange and grape, not between Sunkist, which is the one that Coke owns, I believe. Interesting. And But there know, is grape. there's like Diet Coke in that machine. Yes, there yeah. is Diet Coke. I think they what I think they did as a person who knows a little bit about product placement. Is I think <laughs> Just they, own it, Ryan. Just own it. Um I've spent a lot of year, my LA life working in product placement agencies. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the buttons that say orange and grape mm-hmm. look like they're things made by a uh, a set decorator or an art director. So I think that those are where the Dr. Pepper. I think they just replaced the oh. graphics of the doc- Diet Dr. Pepper and the Dr. Pepper with orange and grape for the it, scripted experience. It does have the same look as like when they eat bags of chips. Chips, yeah. Yeah. A big chip brand that you guys may notice is Let's Chips. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, it's like Heisler beer. I don't know if you guys. Oh, cool. Let's, didn't Let's get called out a lot in community? Uh, Let's? Yeah, like Let's they chips. Say, did they use the words or you're just saying that they used them a lot? No, that, that, no uh, both. That mm-hmm. they appeared and that like they referred to them remember. by name. I'm sure that sounds like something that would that happen sounds very community. community. Right. It sounds very community. Well, and it was, community was a weird one, too, because they had a subway. That's right. That's right. But they did. The chips at the subway were often fake brand chips. Because right. a real Subway has, like, they got a Sun Chip. A they sun got chip. a Dorito. They often they do have not a, have a Hot Cheeto. They sometimes have a barbecue baked lay, which is my personal favorite of the baked lay family. Mm. Oh, good to know. It's a, it, it's good. <laughs> Great. Especially with, like, a really bland turkey or tuna fish Subway sandwich. Do you ever stuff your chips in the sandwich? That's I like the to, only I, way I like to, to stuff eat the a Subway chips sandwich. In sandwich. Oh, I like to do a nacho cheese Dorito in there. Get that in there. Ooh, I Good. prefer there's like a uh, cracked black pepper. Ooh, I like that. Chip. Um. So, do we have any <laughs> any thoughts? Any thoughts? Uh, I kind of want to hear. I feel like we talked a little bit about your reaction to these episodes, Patrick. But as a person who has never seen the finale that we're about to head into, Ooh, that's yeah. right. Where do you feel like this season is heading in these final two episodes? Uh. Angel's soul coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to find that disc uh, and use it to just get his soul back. And then he's going to join our heroes again. So just like happy endings? Uh, yeah, I'm, I I'm think I'm looking at happy endings. But it could be, I mean, it could be anything. I, I don't really like to play speculative uh, games with with stories. Mm-hmm. Um, got you into trouble that one time. It did. It, I mean, it's so much trouble. I was like, 100%, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> 
<laughs> got burned. People no, but died. <gasps> speaking of burn, there is some point where... Can we start talking about Bernie Sanders? <laughs> yes. Because one of the characters says that they're feeling, feeling the, the burn. burn. Yeah, yes. Uh, Who was it? Buffy says it. Buffy says it. No, yep. And um, it felt... It felt insane. so. It felt so insane. It felt between like, that and OJ. Yeah, it's no, like I these, was like, "Is this now? <laughs> yes, this is now. This is now, Kelly. Oh, this is now. This is. I feel like oh, always relevant. That's what I keep saying about these episodes. Yeah, everything is always relevant. <gasps> and it's like it's both. It's simultaneously relevant and so dated. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's what I love about these yeah. episodes. But th- I feel like there, there's also like the 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 details that fall into neither camp. Where yeah. it's like it's not dated. And it's not now. When when Buffy's at the bronze for like that one yeah. scene, she's standing next to like a uh, a platter with like a glass case, and there's just animal crackers in it. Oh, that's so weird. Which is yeah, it's so like that's not something that was happening in 1998. That's nope. not something that's happening. There now. are interesting like design choices with food in Buffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was the cheese castle. Yes, I guess just those two. Okay. <laughs> oh, Willow, like Willow's like, cheese castle that yes, she builds. Yeah. Yes. Which was a, one of my favorite things on Buffy that they did. Because a lot of times we kind of talked about this precast uh, that things that are. Like, oh, podcast. Pre podcast. Wow. All right. Ryan left out one syllable. No, listen. No, we have talk had, about it. No, for we've had a lot seconds. of miscommunication. No, this has happened before where I use cast instead of podcast. And, it, and I thought it, she meant. Like I said, I like. I said I like our cast, and she goes like the two of us. (laughs) I didn't understand. Sorry, it's my fault. I should remember. You don't know that cast is a a brief. Well, I actually use pcast a lot, and people get mad at me because they're like, "That's so un." unnecessary and i'm like but you understood it's so funny too yeah i'm like pcast (laughs) pcast what's not to love ryan were you saying something Um, it was a reference to precast something we talked about how sometimes things will be subtextual and then textual and then super textual and underlined and they'll put a big ring on it and i what i love about the cheese castle is it yeah. just is a thing that happens. No one comments on. No one, There's no reference to it later. It's just a fun moment that we don't have to make a big deal about, which I like. Yeah. It's just like a fun little... Right. Whereas, like, even seeing Xander in a Speedo could have just been a fun moment. But instead, we have that moment. Then we have to see all the girls reacting. Then yeah. we have to see Xander reacting to everyone reacting. Well, but if it was just like... That's, that's sort of what I'm saying about, like, everyone on the show needing a hobby that, like, <laughs> I, I feel like they only ever get together to talk about what they're going to do next mm-hmm. regarding the monster of the week or like the big bad. Yeah. Like no one's ever happening on someone like doing the thing they do. Yeah. You know, um, like they don't have lives or trajectories beyond what specifically serves this story. Mm-hmm. And cheese castle is a great counter example of yes. that. Not that she's like a cheese sculptor by, <laughs> by, but hobby she has or... fun. She has yes, fun by herself. Yes. yes. But I think that has something to do with their personalities. I mean, like Willow, I think is more fully formed and happy with it than Xander. Like Xander's always looking well, to the outside to she's define She's mature him, enough himself. to teach a computer class. She teaches a computer class. Right. She assigns homework. That's right. She I disciplines. Think she's going to get yes. tenure next year, guys. <laughs> she, she's got her pension is like filling up already. Um, okay. So we should probably wrap up. Um, All right. Cool. So I think we've reached the point, if it's okay with you. By all means. That we can do plugs. <laughs> you have anything you want to plug, Patrick? Uh, sure, I'll plug a few things. Um, right, let's hear them. One is this My Name is Weezer podcast that my friend Jen and I 
are doing or Yay. that we recorded like a shit ton of episodes for like a year and a half ago. We <laughs> we painstakingly talk about every single song, album, anything that Weezer recorded um, and uh, the like offshoot bands and everything. It's all dropping on April 1st or the first like half of it is That's dropping on April amazing. 1st. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, and cool. then and then we're gonna put out episodes week by week after that um, until we catch up to um, the most recent record, which is also coming out on April first. Mm-hmm. Um, so just look up my name is Weezer. We'll be on um, iTunes and all of that. And we're part of the What's a Creative podcast network. Yes. I'm super excited about this because I've been hearing about the idea of this podcast. Then as they were recording it, That's then right. it was sh- there was some like difficulties, not personal difficulties, well, uh, like technical airing- difficulties. No laundry. It, yeah, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> okay, we'll uh, cut this. Right? There were tears. Nope. nope. <laughs> there were fears. That's right. No, I'm there just was trying the to bad say. tears for fears. Oh my and then we were like, we are so far off of Weezer. <laughs> Guys, I'm just trying to share how excited I am. I know. I'm sorry. I was being petty and cruel. Two very funny people are going to be talking about something they love. So I support that. Can I plug a second thing too? Oh Jesus! Well, this one has to do with you, God. Ryan, oh, as well. Okay, so we'll uh, cut that. then. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yay! Um, I, I uh, write and edit for a website called Retcon Punch, which Ryan also contributes to, um, where we discuss uh, weekly comics in uh, also excruciating detail, um, and it's just good conversation. So check out retconpunch.com. dot com. There's a dash between the retcon and the punch. Um, and yeah, with the new stuff every day. And, you know, you can find Ryan on there talking about yeah. Archie or Miss Marvel. Yeah. yeah. So good, good stuff all the time. Yeah. So if you don't have enough of my opinions, you can read my stuff there or you can go there and read much more interesting people's opinions. You're an interesting person. I wasn't trying to fish for that, but I felt like as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, that's what's going to happen next. I knew it. Also, I'm with sorry. your intense eye contact. That <laughs> like, was, <yeah>. Please. <laughs> please. Pay me this compliment. <laughs> and they could follow you on Twitter to see all your stuff, right? Sure, yeah. What's my Twitter handle? I'm sorry. We can cut this. <laughs> I'm so cut happy today. No, go go for like uh, uh, at Retcon Punch. Um, cool, perfect. It's uh, better because I tweet so infrequently and it's usually okay. just to like retweet Retcon Punch stuff. Well, yeah. So. Go to the source. Yeah. At Retcon Punch. That's right. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Guys, it was yeah. such a fucking pleasure. Thanks for having me. This is super fun. It was a trial for me at first. <laughs> yeah. To, like, it took a little bit for the show to cast its spell on me. And I feel and like yet, it's not fully cast. It's still not like. fully cast. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I'm a 33 year old man. Yeah. Watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time. I feel like there's just some natural pushback. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So you're saying you don't want to have like a a a party and watch becoming one part one and part two? Yeah. Okay. Call me for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Awesome. All right. So our next episodes are becoming part one and part two, and um, if what Patrick has to uh, predict com- comes endings. to fr- fruition, I mean, top of the episode, they'll be like, "We got your soul back." <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what to do for the next two episodes. <laughs> Um, and thank you so much for tuning in you guys we will catch up with you guys next week bye the Nerdist School Network for class and show information visit Nerdistschool.com